BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Todd. <laughs> go to this episode's banner and, and press it and then buy shit from amazon.com. There you go. There's that. Got that out of the way. Um... <laughs> We do a cover version in this show, Mr. Rogers, and I couldn't remember who it was, but I want to give them credit because I really like their cover of it. And then also uh, some listeners sent us in a comedy scale. It's for newer comedians, helps you go, you know, learn how to get ready. Like there's, you know, la, 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 but this one's for comedy. And I couldn't find out who it was. So you know who you are. Email me again and tell me you sent that in. I thought it was funny. I played it on the show today. So there's that. Um, what else? Coming to Portland at Helium. We're doing Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Saturday late show. We're doing the podcast. Me, Daniel will be there and Chris Burden will be there. And then uh, the next weekend, the 10th and 11th, just Friday and Saturday, we're going to the comedy bar in Toronto. And one of those shows will be a podcast. So there you go. All right. We had a lot of fun with uh, Kulop today's show. A lot of fun. How you doing? All right. You're doing good. Are you? Are you? I don't want you to listen to the show if you're in a bad mood. Maybe you should maybe you should play it later. Maybe you should play it later. All right. So there we go. I don't know why I'm laughing. There we go. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Uh, okay, enjoy the show. Bye. I'm still here. Seriously, hang up. All right, bye. Monday. I for, I knew I forgot to tell you something. Monday we drop one of our more serious episodes. Uh, there you go. Monday. It's all serious. A little joking. All right, bye. Have fun. Oh, my God, I can't hang up. Now entering Nerdist.com. Well, hold on. You can roll it first before you play the opening. You're, are you recording? Yeah. How about the clock up on there? People should know. This is the pre-show. People want to hear it. You know how many emails people go, what do you do like two minutes before you go on the air? So now <laughs> Are you recording them... this right now? I don't know if Katie does or not, but I don't mind if people know. Two minutes. What do we do two minutes before we go on? Well, I guess you're hearing it. Kulop, you all right over there? I'm great. Good to have you here. Chris Burden, yeah. you good? Everybody's good? Blake? I'm going to say, now I'm so nervous about your name. I'm, like, freaking out. No, no, I can, it doesn't help if it's covered or not. I'm, like, paranoid I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> say it. You know, Blake, you really messed me up with her name, Geraldine. Because I said it. He's so in love with you that I think I had a little bit off. He goes, it's Geraldine! It's not Geraldine. I, I thought I was talking to Brian Regan. Brian Regan, Brian Regan. Brian it's Geraldine, not Geraldine. All right, so this is what we do two minutes before we go on. Blake, Geraldine's good. Somebody, hey, Eric, yeah. welcome to the Todd Glass Show. Do you listen to the show ever? I've heard it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
No joke. Oh, God. You're not even joking, are you? Uh, no, do you listen? Spot listened? Oh, God, I knew it. You know, I, th- I got to flip it to the channels. It was on. <laughs> he was when I'm not watching The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. <laughs> uh, you don't have to believe me. I don't listen to podcasts either. I always feel like I put some... My family, every... Oh, wait, we haven't started. No. We're still listen. within the two minutes. Yeah, you're right. How's Scott Ackerman? God, he's great. Is he really fun? He's a good guy, you guys. <laughs> do you, do you want to roll in the jingle so we can... No, this is so much fun. It's like not part of the show, so there's no pressure. (laughs) This is the before the show. This is what we do. All right. Everyone's good? I want everyone in a good mood. That's the way we do things around here. Katie, how are you? All right. Roll in the theme. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Hello. Is Coon up there? Yes. Hold on, please. Let our theme run through. Hello. Todd Glass show launches August 12th. Todd. Yeah, it's that. It's cool out there. Listen, man, I'm yeah, going to get that. Alright, sir, that's disrespectful. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Ryan Regan. Ooh, Brian Regan. Um, if you don't want me to do podcast, just pause it. But don't start it all over. I just want you to know, folks, even halfway through my jingle, I still enjoy it. <laughs> I still enjoy it every night. I know you wonder. I've been doing the show a year now almost. I love it. I think Chris did such a good job on that jingle. If I didn't think he did, I would redo it. I, every week. It's exciting. And look at us in here. It's like when Johnny Carson, I used to hear, used to walk from the, uh, his green room through the writer's area, through the stage. It was like a big deal. The tension in this room mounting just before. Ugh. God, keep playing it. I don't know. Hey, by the way, pause it. God forbid any of you motherfuckers laugh. (laughs) What, what, that wasn't funny? Oh, I thought you were serious. No, seriously. Seriously, think about what just happened. Like, I I over-talked about how my my greatness, and everyone just stared at me. What type of show is this? (laughs) Now you're redeeming yourself majorly. You know, everyone else, Daniel especially. Did you hear what I was saying? I'm very intuitive right now. I know what yeah. I'm saying. I was going, when it's the, the tension mounting around this place, do you think I really believe? Oh, my God. Do you think I really believe that? <laughs> no, just because I didn't laugh doesn't mean I you didn't find enjoying- it humorous. Oh, that's how it makes me feel better. What did you say? <laughs> do you want me to beg? God, it's man. Mark, I'm the oh guy my that God. on the Todd Glass show. What do I fucking need to do? Yeah, uh, what's Katie's butt look like? <laughs> oh, come on. That's immature. Keep that joke. Yeah. Funny podcast, the Todd Glass Show, can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. Oh, that's right. Beautiful Las Strip. High atop Black Horse Motors. Oh, this is Todd Glass. It's the Todd Glass Show. Such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. You're pause growing it. Pause inside. Pause it. I don't play this song ironically. I think at one point in my career I would have, but now this song means something. Like he, we talked about it on our Monday show. Mr. Rogers, just you know, I love it. I love it. I play this every morning. Every right, morning. And when you wake up ready to say, I think I'll grow twelve inches today. Yeah, you could do without that it's line. It's such a good. A very good feeling, the feeling you know you're oh, alive. I feel it's great. Such a good 
Oh my god, I can do this. I don't have to say. Anybody can do this. It's such a good feeling, a very good feeling. Oh my god, I'm like multi talented. Who sings this? Mr. Rogers, motherfucker. Fade it out. That was loud. That was Mr. Rogers? That was Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Well, our guest today is Kulop from Who Charted. That's right. Do you know I didn't know what that title meant until literally a week ago? (laughs) What part? Who Charted. I didn't get it was about charts. Oh, okay. But my my nephew, well, we'll talk about him in a little while. Um, (laughs) So anyway, everybody, we're we're here today. Everything's great. Um, And uh, um, let me start by saying this. Uh, I'll be at the. We're going to talk to Kulop in a second. Uh, why do I think I have to get very like professional when I start the show? We're going to talk to Kulop in a second. We'll be right back. We're up against a hard break. Uh, I'll be at the comedy uh, bar in Toronto, which I am so excited. August tenth and eleventh, and then the first weekend in August, I'm going to Portland in Oregon uh, at the at the Helium. Portland and Oregon, the first weekend in August, or the first Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then the next week, just Friday and Saturday, I'll be in um, the Comedy Bar. That's where you went with me to get ready for my hour special. That's right. It was a fun room. I mentioned that every 20 minutes. Um, I want to say, <laughs> I keep my word when I bump into people. A happy birthday to Chad. He's 19. Also, um, Brooke sent me a picture for her 18th birthday of them all eating grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> and she emailed it to me. So, happy birthday, Brooke. I like it. Young people. That's who <laughs> listens to this show. I don't need old people. They're going to die. I need viewers. I need listeners that can take me into my golden years. Which is what? The 40s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and Kulop is here. You always, you let him know. I know you're here. Uh, warm up. Oh, yeah. By the way, play the warm up guy. This is a little thing. Helps you get ready for comedy. A lot of people, you know, they don't know about comedy classes. I don't know this guy's name who sent this in. Do you know his name? We'll find it out. But you know who you are. Get ready for comedy. You don't need classes. You just you, there, are, there are exercises. Stuff is weird and have you noticed that sometimes stuff is weird. That's what I do every day. Listen. You want to go back up the ski on this time? Then I do this. You know, mix it up. Something original. Man, men and women do different things. Here's a thing I That's what I do. Have you heard the thing about Kim Kardashian? Is writing partner? Did this thing? Well, here's my thoughts on Hey, that. if anybody doubts that's funny, don't tempt me, because I will play it a hundred times during the show. I do have an edited version ready to go, motherfuckers. I love you overusing that term. People sometimes Twitter me questions, and I feel bad because I'm not very good. Like I, I, I'm not one of those people, oh, Twitter. I, I like it. It's helpful. But it's hard for me to think of things to say, and it's also very hard for me to spell so when people go, hey, are you going to be in Virginia or this? I feel like, fuck, they must think, like, doesn't a guy answer a tweet, you know, once in a while? And it's nice tweets. So just email me. It's better for me. It's easier for me. If you email me something, I'm great at it. Don't email too much. Anyway, i like, who am I saying that to? Just take it easy, all right? Don't, uh, uh, do you know my, what's my email? Uh, the, the one Todd at Nerdist.com. Okay. So there we go. Um... Everything's good. Um, Todd at Nerdist.com. Oh, my God. I like it. Say that again. Todd at Nerdist.com. You should work on one of those phone things. I know. Very robotic. Thank you, guys. I'm Asian. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hold on. I want to tell him something. It is, I know. <laughs> Should I leave that in or edit it out? But, but leave it I don't in. think leave I can. It in. That's, leave it in. First of all, it shows the most pathetic part. <laughs> who, who did I fucking think I was hiding that from? Yeah. Leave the, get the Golden <laughs> Girls clip. <laughs> Folks that are listening, which is most of our audience. Um, <laughs> um, I covered my mouth when mo- I said most it. Most of the people listening right now are our audience. Yes. Yes. Well, some mainstream. It, we, we have a blood cartridge now you get. What you do is you get a cartridge of it's. We're the first to have it. Chris Hardwick invented it. Oh wow! Uh-huh. And you take it's a vial of blood and it has the podcast in it and you just hear it internally in your head oh. on a loop like an endless loop. Any podcast you want to hear, it's in your blood. Oh. Chris Hardwick invented it. The bowling show first, and uh-huh. then the special blood. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yes. So the special um, blow. So uh, there we go. I guess. Oh, Kulop. Once we come at your way, it's going to be fun city. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be the mayor. So, um, but let me let me let me go in slowly. Should I talk about the book, or oh uh, yeah, let's talk about the book. So it's anyway, a big deal. I, I am excited about this, um, and it's also I, I uh, right after <clears throat> I was on the Mark Marin show because I don't. No, come on. come on, don't be silly. <laughs> don't be silly. Why not be silly? Who says don't be silly? Fuck you. I want to be silly. Fuck you! I want to be silly! Don't be silly. Fuck you! I want to fucking be silly! I'd be silly if I want! It's the most aggressive silly guy. It's almost like Eddie Pepitone doing an impersonation of me. We're gonna dance and have a good time! So, um, so uh, right after I did that, uh, they approached me about uh, uh, someone, a middle person. I, I'm so bad at all the terms, right? But that would be someone, that, a ghostwriter. So this mm-hmm. person hired a ghostwriter. We put a proposal together. And then... It happened very quickly, and then uh, he sent uh, the proposal out to five people. I got five meetings in New York. I was so nervous. The first meeting, Kulab, I was my shirt was drenched in sweat, like bad, because they asked me questions about this, books. This, this, just a bit of context here. This is a, since the interview. People were so fascinated by your story. These are right, publishing you know houses. You can you can break it down a little. I mean, I love to be complimented, but if I have to if I have to be here and sit in front of it and, and deflect it so well, I don't look I, bad, I, how's that supposed to make me feel? Of course what you're saying is true. But, but, I, 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 now, but now just put, in case some people are missing a few things. No, they're not. They get it. Okay, they get that that's what launched it. So anyway, but then we put together a packet, which Daniel was very – the ghostwriter was helpful. Daniel was – just as helpful in other areas. So we put together the uh, I was you know put together uh, the, the proposal, and in it it had a little bit of everything. It did have to do with the Mark Marin show, but it also had to do with a lot of other different things. It was basically, a, a sample text of what the book would look like. Yeah, and oh, wow. uh, so we got five meetings, and then we got three offers, and then uh, I, we took the first offer. Uh, from the, the first Simon meeting, and Schuster. So, and they were so nice. Like they, I was the, the guy didn't tell me they were going to ask me book questions. They asked me if the book was going to be. Now I know the term, but I still can't say it. Auto uh, biographical. Yeah, and I was like that sweat. I shit you not to George Carlin. Thirty seconds, my shirt was drenched. I had a, a carry on bag because I was flying that day, so I didn't want to carry luggage. So I just had the carry-on back in. I had to reach in and grab a washcloth. You know how embarrassing that is in a meeting to go, all right, well, you better fucking start wiping your face or it's gonna, it was dripping on the table. It's you and Steve Harvey and the only people. <laughs> <laughs> you make fun of Steve Harvey. He listens. I'm afraid of anybody. I don't want to offend anybody. Steve Harvey's a good guy. Edit that out. I'm not making fun of him. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, a, I'm an author. You're saying so he's I, a healthy sweater. Yes, I'm yeah. saying you guys have. Uh, yes. So I'm an author, but they told me. <laughs> <laughs> is it funny, Kulop? <laughs> 
How about if I come over and smack your fucking head around a little? Teach I, you. I wish you would try. Uh, yeah, I wish, I you, wish you, you would yeah, try. Yeah, I bet you would. Come at me. Come at me. <laughs> the most aggressive. Who wants to sit and listen to this if that's how we were really like for an hour? Yeah, come on, motherfucker. Yeah, tell us. Oh, yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we uh, go. Author, a bruise on my face. I'm an author. <laughs> and let me tell you something. When you, when you uh, regular folk are done, whatever you do in the background, yip yapping. <laughs> I'm an author And let me tell you something I like the smell of books I found out <laughs> I like the smell of books I'm smarter than everyone thought Who would ever thought Todd Glass Never read a book in his life Would love the smell of books uh, Every house I went to You walk into these And they have books everywhere And I go I could get used to this <laughs> so, You're gonna have to Now you're an author So we're gonna start work. I'm excited about that so, Todd Glass is an author <laughs> I like it. Okay, you think I made you something. Now we're ready to start. So I got the book out of the way. Oh, happy birthday. It's, and your it's, mom got a car. It's right. Kia. Yeah, do Kia. you need help? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I could do some help. If, any, if, if people could please tweet uh, Planned Parenthood. My mom wants a free abortion. <laughs> your mom. <laughs> so if you could guys please. Did you say your mom wants an abortion? Yeah, well, free oh. one would be great. Oh, sure. First of all. If you guys could tweet at Planned Parenthood for Todd Glass Show. Uh, what if your mom really? If your mom needed an abortion, I know bullshit. I would get the listeners to all chip in money. And I thought and, you'd say I'd pay for it, yeah. but you're like, no, no, no. no. I'd, I'd try to organize some sort of a I can bake sale. <laughs> Come on, you got that book money. I got to save my money. <laughs> yeah, already my. Uh, well, never mind. Somebody I know. How much are you getting up front? I go not a lot. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Like people, are, I'm not kidding, but it sounded like I think people are busting my door down for my book money. <laughs> uh, I made seven hundred thousand. That's not a lot. <laughs> no, in the book world. <laughs> you know, in the book world, it's not. <laughs> oh, so check this out. Can you get that George Carlin book? So when we went into the meeting at the end, they go, "Hey, we did George Carlin's book." You don't have to get it. So I got it, and it was, uh, it was. I like what they said on the back of it, but I'm so excited to play your opening that I don't. It, it, the George Carlin. We'll read it later. Yes. Can you get the book ready? I'll get it ready during the break. Yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, we already dropped that episode on Monday, I think. So here we go. Um, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this will, is after. I know. Monday, no, no, this I said, will be first. Oh, this will be first? Yeah, because this will come out oh, Friday. Oh, then I should tell them we're dropping a Monday yeah. episode. Yeah. Oh, folks, right in the opening. Before, I'm glad we did this before we played Clue Lops opening. We did like one of our serious shows. It started like I thought it was going to be 10 minutes, but it went forever. I really do <laughs> enjoy those shows because, um, you know, it's like, I feel like there's even less pressure than this show. It's like if you don't want a serious show, I don't mind on this show we're having a silly show and then we stumble upon something serious for 10 or 15 minutes. Ah, that's, that's the way I want this show to be. But when it's like 45 minutes, you're like, yeah, drop it as a separate episode. So that's what we did on Monday. Um, that's no, what we're going to do. We're going to do it on Monday. <laughs> that's what you're going to do. That's what I'm you do, do what Monday. you do. I do what I do. Huh? Hey, how's that Scott Ackerman? He's great. Uh, okay, so play Kulops. I hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Cool up, 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 way out west, Los Angeles podcast show. You all should know it's with Howard and Kulop too. You love the things they do. 
who charted here with the charts of the week. What's heading in music and movies and comedians? Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Howard Kramer and Kula Bilaslak. And all kinds of games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. This is the way you fucking do it. <laughs> we'll take a break. <laughs> oh, my God. That was like amazing. It? I love it. You want to hear it again? Are you shitting me? I mean, I would. Yes. If you do. I mean, I'm not. Kula, Kula, I have such a weird name. It's Kula, amazing to hear it. Kula, Kula, Who wouldn't want to hear it twice? A maniac? Kula, Kula, Kula. Way out west, <laughs> Los Angeles podcast. Wait, I, I need to know everything. Who is this person singing? What is this? Fade it out. It says something to your testament, Kulop, that you wanted to know that. That's Lynn Shore. He does a lot of the music for the show. He's great. And, oh, my God. Uh, I, every week when he sends them to me, I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm not that embarrassed I wouldn't admit it. But I do get the joke that I should enjoy it that much every week. Yeah. Especially when it's my own name over and over again. Ooh, is that fun. It's, anyway. It's <laughs> nothing, a thrill. Nothing. It's a thrill. It is. A, you want to hear it again? I mean, of course. I guess this is the first. <laughs> I guess the first part. You and Scott could have. Would you make this your ringtone? I would. I promise you I will. <laughs> All right, fade it out. My name was, was such like a, a albatross for it's, most of my life growing up in Minnesota. So to hear it like... Say in a classy way. Oh, so classy. I told him put some violins in there, but he won't listen. <laughs> does, that, does it mean anything? It means rose. In what language? In Lao. Oh, okay. It also means rose in Thai, too. You know what? When you're younger... And you have a unique name, you don't like it. But I think everybody, when they're older, learns to appreciate it. At least, do you? Do you? Because I know my friends that have names that are different. When they're older, they're like, "Oh, now I'm glad I have a different name." But when you're younger, you're like, "You don't want it." I wonder if I'm glad right now. Uh, I think I accept it. Right, like listen. I think definitely cool up v Lysak. Hold on, hold that thought. What if that's all the interview we did? Oh, that, that, hold that thought. <laughs> that's cool up. Everybody. You like this? Do you like this? Yes, it's a cool version. It's from an indie band outside of Minnesota. They do old songs, but they're... Crank it up. Can we have some rattles in the background? Chris? You like it? Nice. Fade it out. You have the fader on there? Why don't you poke it up? <laughs> you, hold on. He said, "I'll take that suggestion." Hold on, we'll, we'll take. Let, let us do it when you take a break. That was so funny. Sure, <laughs> say sure. 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 Um, did you like that? Yeah, I did. Who was that? That you really liked it? Yeah. Seriously? Yes. No, you really liked no, it. No, seriously, it I liked was it. No bullshit to George Carlin. It's the Jonas Brothers. Uh, One of the Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers. Daniel likes one of the 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 Jonas Brothers. 
Do you guys, do you guys want to hear something interesting about the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> play uh, play that, them singing. Uh, that uh, most of the time on tour, when they're on the tour bus, their favorite show is the Golden Girls. Not a lot of people know this. No, is this true? But they like to get together and they like to watch the show. You know, it's something they've, they've been doing since they were kids. And, you know, there's a lot of love and there's a lot of... Alrighty. So, um... So, um... Cool up, Todd. How do you guys uh, know each other? Look at you. A real investigative uh, journalist. <laughs> Close enough. How do we know each um, other? I guess I know oh, Cool Up. I think it was. We think it was. The movie oh, theater. The, we saw oh, wait, movie. It was guys, about guys. a month Conair? ago. I think what? it was. Oh, I thought it was Conair. Movies these Wait, wait, wait. What? What? What's going on here? Just, what are you talking about? Just just tell what? me how, how you, where did you meet? Oh, how oh. did we meet? Oh. oh, I didn't know she, how did we meet? We met. Um, it was. A I party. Th- it was a Friends, uh, it was bachelor like, party, but I, I was she the only, didn't. Okay, only stop, girl. Stop. Uh, Wait, was, what is wrong was with what? you? It sounds like you have conflicting stories about oh where you God, met. Oh my God, go fuck yourself. No. Okay, fine, fine, fine. What are Todd, you asking me? F- fine, Todd, don't talk. Cool up. How did you guys meet? Oh, well, you should have told us that's what you wanted to know. I didn't yeah. know you meant literally where did we meet. Yes. It's yeah. a simple story. Okay. Sure. Let, let Cool Up tell okay. the story. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Sometimes I just get no, no, it. Todd and, and I, I met no, guys, guys, guys. at... Come on, you're, you're fucking doing it. What, what? Todd, don't talk. Okay. Don't talk. Cool up. You tell the story by yourself. Oh, wow. my God. Just tell me not to talk. Aggression. You don't have to be rude. No, hold on. Hold on, Ooh. Daniel. No, I just feel no, like you no, guys are... No, no, no. Let me fucking talk. It's, you know, no bullshit. Don't fucking accuse me of that we have some... There's nothing we have to hide. I don't, I don't like you fucking doing that. It I don't like, sounds no. like you do. Hold I, on. I'm hold upset. The, hold I'm on. I'm really upset. Kulop, hold on. I'm just... Kulop. Okay. Okay. Don't fucking do that. You want to know how we met? You can ask either of us. Okay. I did, fun. and I'm not getting a straight answer. We met. That's, it must have been, been about, about 30... 88. I, 88. Um, wait, What? 88? 87. 87? 87? What's going on here? Series. Come on, what's going on here? <laughs> what are you, is, is there Daniel, a you strange have a, story no, here? Because uh, I'm not getting uh, a fucking okay. answer. You're right. You're I, right. I, okay, Todd. Cool up. Okay, Todd, why don't you just go? Okay. Tell it. Tell no, me. You, I swear to God, let me just get this out. Okay, fine. Okay? Don't. I, cool up. I, let me get it out. Okay, and, and I know get it out. They know what we're right, doing. Cool up. Do not say Hold a on. word. Say yeah, we're talking over each other, and they know what we're doing. And we're looking fools. We're okay. making fools out of ourselves. I didn't mean to do that. Okay. Scott's so. got to find out eventually. Oh, God, I hope not. W- what, what happened? happened oh, what the fuck? Was about, about what? what? All right, you know what you guys <laughs> bail out. <laughs> oh, yeah. God bless Chris. <laughs> That was fun. <laughs> how did you and Scott meet? Is there is there a, a fun oh, story? Oh, I know there? how they met. You know? Yeah, it was about, it was about uh, seven <laughs> years ago. Years ago. Um. <laughs> I love that Daniel, I swear to God, did not know we were going to do that. I didn't. He's like, he goes, that was a clever twist on an old uh. bit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. How did you? How did you two meet? Seriously, we met, we met at I a guess, Mr. Show, Mr. Show taping in nineteen ninety-eight Valley City, Philadelphia, and then and about the same time, ice cream. No. Um, uh, uh, what? what, guys? What? what? Daniel, you're making you're making me nervous. Nervous. <laughs> how, how, you're making uh, okay. me. Uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, after all, I'm not, not a idiot. idiot. 
<laughs> Why are you? Okay. What are you doing? Why are you? I'm loving this gulag. I don't know what the bit is, but it's great. Why, like, I think we just lie a lot in our friendship. Like everything about us is we did something. We met. We stole. We robbed a 7-Eleven together. Sure. So everything's bad. So when people ask us about our background, we devise. To me, that's well, what these. This yeah, we were grifters together. We were so drifters it's like... together. We did what we had to do. Let's and, put it and, that and, way. And now you've now you've done well for yourself, and but you still Through... try to hide the life you had right. before this. Right. Exactly. Now we're podcasters. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, is there is do, do you want to maybe you don't want to talk about this? Uh, oh. is there a story about how you met your uh, husband? My well, betrothed? let me play this song first, and then when we come back, we'll talk about how she met Scott Ackerman. Okay, okay here we go. Oh, I like this. We'll clean it up. Take it in. Take it in. Take this song in. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. Such a happy feeling. Mr. Rogers covered. Thank you, Chris. You know what? We talked about, we're going to talk about Mr. Rogers on the Monday show, but I don't mind delving into it. Do you, as an adult, have a different appreciation for Mr. Rogers, like now knowing how brilliant he was? Have you ever even thought about that? Actually, I was thinking about it the other day, talking to Scott Ackerman, about how I didn't realize that I was when I was a kid that I was watching reruns. I oh. didn't have a concept that this wasn't like first airing. And by the time I think I watched it, he had already retired. Yeah, I don't. When did he retire? I saw him. It's he's now passed away. But I saw him on. I don't know when it was, but I started realizing. Uh, you know, when I was younger, even when I was eighteen, nineteen, comedians made fun of him. I never knew. It wasn't until later in life I was like. Oh, he was really a brilliant person. I always, you know, how you know people like your friends. I, I, I think this is an interesting, an interesting dynamic in friendships. You have friends you can really adore them. What's wrong? Is something wrong? No. Oh, what? No, no, oh, did you rock something and you thought I heard it? No, I was gonna go pee. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's cool. <laughs> um, uh, what is that? How long we've been doing the show? Twenty-eight minutes. Yeah. Jesus, that's fun. I got a lot long, longer to go. <laughs> I like it when it's that short. Because now usually I look up, it's an hour and 20 minutes. I got no time left. But now we do. That's how much I love the show, folks. I love it as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrities are just like us. Believe me, I get a, I, I, I'd pay if I had to. But right now nobody does. That's why you tweet for me. Um, that's people. That's what they do for me. People do for me. That's what they do. They tweet for me. Whenever I ask, they tweet for me. And you know what? That's enough. That's all I need. I don't need this money. My grandparents own a Winchell's off of La Cienega. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Mr. Rogers. Oh, so you have different friends, and you can really. Do you ever have this? You really like a group of friends, but they. How do I say this? You know, whenever you say things on the podcast or a radio show or whatever, you start self-analyzing, oh, is this going to make me look one way? But let's put it this way. I enjoy friends that can be incredibly silly, as you are, <laughs> but then also I like sometimes having a deep conversation. Do you ever know friends you go, oh, you can't go there with them? Yeah. Like I know people, even this Mr. Rogers conversation would just – does nothing for them, and I, and then, but when someone sent me this clip of him asking for money for the from the Senate or something or from the, uh, in yes. it's like 1969. Oh, I don't know it. Yeah, there, I think I, that's when I define. There's two types of people, and you can tell. Send them that clip of Mr. Rogers. What, how is it again? It's, Say it again. Uh, it's him talking to the Congress, and he's like trying to get money for PBS, pretty much. Right, oh. and there's two types of people to me that watch that, and it, I. 
hey, look, if someone can't go there, I get it. There's there's areas I can't go. That doesn't mean I'm I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. You know, there's certain but there's two types of people I realized when sending that clip around, you know, of course I got it and it made me like my, you know, it made me get the chills when I listened to it. And that's when I went, oh, he was brilliant. He was ahead of his time. By the way, I feel the same thing about Dr. Ruth in a completely different way. It was just to make fun of Dr. Ruth. But there's a woman uh, 30 years ago that got you have to talk about sexuality. Yeah, she was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Ahead of her time. Yeah. Doing it at that age. She got it. And imagine how angry she must be at the mainstream that won't do that. That is still holding on to archaic beliefs of how we should educate our children. She knew education, knowledge is education. The words are funny and sometimes you'll laugh, but I'm ahead of her time, Mr. Rogers is. So there's two types of people. I know I'm going long-winded. You, you send out that clip, and I didn't send it out thinking I would figure out there were two types of people. <laughs> the two people that get it and call you back and go, holy fuck. And the people that just did nothing for. And you go, oh, that's amazing. Did they do just like bits back at you or? Um, that said nothing back. Uh-huh. Well, but like when I, you played it, I think who showed it to me? You, Daniel? I don't know, but I've sent it to people and, and you're right. Like you either get this reaction of somebody getting it, getting it the way you want them to get it. And you know. yeah, Gary Go- touched you, right? Yes. Yeah. Gary Goldman called me after I sent it to him and he was like, holy fuck. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty. Casey powerful. Wilson was crying when I sent it, to her, but then there's it. some people who are like, eh, well, that's, that's I'll post it on the site or the Facebook again. I think it is. I think it might be up there. It, anyway. I posted it a while back, but I'll repost it. There you go. So that's all. That's all. Well, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's take a break. Jeannie Moss is standing by. She's got an interesting story. Jeannie, are you there? Sometimes concerts get canceled due to bad weather, but what came raining down on the Kings of Leon was pigeon poop. <laughs> you couldn't really see it, just the drummer wiping his face, then the bass guitarist wiping his face, and then the lights went out, and the band left the Verizon Amphitheater in St. Louis. They played three songs, and now they just announced that they're quitting. Free fight! Free Kings of Leon get pooped on and return the favor to their fans. But the fans struck back, posting concert videos. Let's Jeannie Most. We seem to lose the feed. Um, <laughs> first of all, I love Jeannie Most's story. I just think it's funny to play it on this show. Like, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, now we have these. And now here's Jeannie Most. Some people thought it's not, um, who's the guy for 60 Minutes? Uh, uh, the old, the older gentleman <laughs> who died, Andy Rooney. Andy, Andy Rooney. Rooney. It's Andy Rooney-ish. Like you could take anything she says and put it in that Andy yes. Rooney voice. But she does her own unique, lighthearted stories. I, hey, they're appealing to me. I got to be honest. I watch them. It's just the sometimes. way she gets into them. That's yeah. funny. So, peanuts. You'd think they'd be on the top of the growing guard, and certainly in Arizona. But peanut hats? You wouldn't have thought. <laughs> in this local parade, peanut hats are the way to go. Some people say peanut hats were a back throw. You know, it's like really. You know, just tell us what happened. You don't have to get into it in a clever way. <laughs> Some people don't want to walk their dog at six in the morning, but to step in someone else's poop at six in the morning, that's a conundrum. Today, specialists say that over 90% of the dog owners don't pick up their dogs. People say in the neighborhood of South Florida, we talked to Mr. Gershwick. That dog's been shitting on my neighborhood all week. He said that most of the people in the neighborhood, even though you contact, you know, it's like it's so it's always like very produced, you know, and they have some anyway. So there's that. That's fun. Can you uh, let's talk about because we always like to start if there's any meat to the show in this show. Look what we just gave you. I mean, Kulop's here. She's fun. We did the whole thing with the 
with the hey, well, we, well, we did the, the thing, and, thing and, and, and then, then we did okay, that. you were so funny right that one time. Great. You know what oh, I God, love? I love that shirt you wore. So Daniel, uh, we, we sh- I guess we should talk about you know uh, Anderson Cooper. I guess he's a weirdo. Yeah, did you guys know? <laughs> I found out. Uh, I found out this week. <laughs> Thank you. It came out that Anderson Cooper is I'm going to wait until you say something funny. You fucker, you're right. You stepped right on it. <laughs> that's what I did. That's okay. What, okay, what did you find out about Anderson Cooper? That he's 46. Oh, that's all you did. That's <laughs> that, your worst. That, that was my joke. What yes, if, that the, was my joke. You're the worst. What if I said, find out some shit on Anderson Cooper? Yeah. And that's I what you... Back did you know he's 46? Um, Anderson Cooper, uh, I don't... I, did, it really, did he really do it on a tweet? No, he wrote a letter to a, a blog. Okay. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was some uh, a website that he wrote a letter to. Well, we talked about this, obviously, before the show. Well, not obviously, but, uh, you know, I get that Rachel Maddow. Rachel, how do I Maddow? say Maddow? Yeah, she is. I know, uh, again, when I'm telling something I heard, uh, very much told people. You know, a lot of people think she's gay. Well, she is. Well, that's probably why. Oh. <laughs> Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Tell me something else you think. Okay. Well, yeah, well, they are. That, he, she okay. is gay. Do you know a lot of people think Rosie O'Donnell's gay? Daniel. Rosie O'Donnell is gay. Yeah, that's why I'm telling you. That's why they think that probably. I know, it's but probably, it's only funny the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Still made me laugh. I think our listeners love it. I mean, after all, what are they doing? They're just walking to work while they listen to. It. Did you know that uh, a lot of people, and like I mean, a lot of people have said that Neil Patrick Harris is gay. Like that, I know. I've heard. No, Daniel, he is gay. Yeah, he is. Well, yeah, that's why a lot of people say it, <laughs> like more than not. <laughs> All right, so listen. So I'm, I'm going to uh, – Rachel Maddow, right? Uh-huh. Oh, people that – imagine if you're listening to the show and you don't like me and then I mispronounce a word like that. That's got to be heaven for that person. You ever hear Todd goes, Rachel Maddow. Uh-huh. So um, she, she as I think, not pointed – not directly said to him, but, like, if you're in the business, come out. And although I get it, she's right. But believe me, for someone that just did it literally 20 se- – not literally, but 20 seconds ago – but maybe I'm defending Anderson Cooper because at the end of the day, she's right. The more people that come out, obviously not. I don't think she means this to kids. You got to do it when you're ready. She's talking to full grown adults. She's begging them. She goes, I know it's scary and everything. Of course, she's right. So maybe I'm defending Anderson Cooper because that's what I did. But at least maybe not at least maybe it's worth defending him a little. At least when he was hiding it, he never took it easy when it was a gay issue brought up in front of him to protect his own self. Let, al- let alone what I call congressmaning it where they will be homophobic to hide their gayness. Right. right. At least or he- they'll just stay away from a, right. from a story right. altogether. Right. So that's one extreme to just completely be homophobic to hide yours or stay away from the story is number 2. So, you know, three is like going, okay, I'm not ready to do the best thing I could do, and that's be open about it, but I'm going to fucking be like a straight person that's fucking open-minded. And you know what? That sort of helps in a weird way sometimes when you, when, you Coop, know. Coop's, uh, Coop's pretty, uh, he's pretty ballsy. Coop. Coop. Hanging Coop. with Mr. Coop. Hanging with Mr. Coop. Did you ever see, you know, the, there's did people... you ever see the clip of him throw, uh, kicking a woman off his show? There was a woman who was advocating having um, plastic surgery for kids. And he was trying to interview her, and then, he, well, I think we have the clip. Okay, can you play it? So, giving a 15-year-old Botox because she sweats on her forehead because she's a professional she's a, dancer. She's a dancer, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I, I, I've never heard of that. I mean, do you not... No, but you wouldn't hear of it, would you? Because you're not in that industry. I'm in the plastic head oh, industry, yeah. and obviously an associate of many plastic surgery companies, and I'm a therapist myself, so, yes... I, we, we called the board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Giacano, who said he, there are no medical indications for a teen to need to have Botox. Well, in that case, he doesn't know what he's talking about because there is medical indications as well. For... 
You know, what's wrong with a 15-year-old sweating? Well, not on the stage. You wouldn't see Beyonce sweating on the stage, would you? Actually, you do, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what my daughter said. She didn't want to sweat on the stage. You actually do see Beyonce sweating I, I would on the prefer, stage. I would prefer to actually oversee my daughter's Botox and actually have her going underground, finding a voodoo witch doctor, or in fact, getting it off the internet and administrating it herself. Right. Um... I honestly have nothing more to talk to you about. I gotta be honest. I, I gotta I gotta be honest. I gotta just stop. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I try to be really polite to all my guests. I just think you're dreadful and I, I honestly don't want to talk to you anymore. So I'm just gonna stop. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Wow. Th- I mean, hey, look. Wow, that's great. The, you know, that's to me the same as the, you know, apparently if, you know, I hope I say this the right way every time. But like, you know, after a child molestation, we can agree upon that, the the uh, the the horrific uh, that it's horrific. But after that, we have such a gray area that could tighten up a little bit. Like, I get it. There's certain areas you got to have in the gray area. But some of that stuff on toddlers and terror, you know, I'm going to say it again. You know what? I'm going to say it again. You know why? Because, I've, again, I've said this a million times on the show, but people that disagree are going to in 20 years go, oh, yeah, Todd Glass was sort of – when they go, no, a generation of kids – for the, let's say out of those toddlers and terrors, some of them are going to grow up just the way kids happen. Some kids are very resilient in the midst of a lot of – they grow up really healthy. They're the ones I feel even worse for because they're going to get – if you turn out all right and you were put through that, but you just grow out of it and whatever happens, you, you, know, you end up just a, a regular, you know, a well-adjusted person – to look back and go, they did that to me on TV? Ooh. And, and the parents won't be the weirdest one because they're – any parent that would put their kids through that obviously has a mental problem. Yeah. But how about the TV – all the networks and everything? Yeah. Like they, are they are – they, is there anybody going, yeah, is there uh, – you know, I well, understand. Well, and also the crappy thing about it is when the kid finally gets old enough to like confront the parents – it, it will be – there will be no satisfaction because the parents themselves will be feeble and completely different. So there's no – Right, There's no true. sense of like that happens a lot when you yeah, when people be- approach their parents about very serious issues when the parents are older. There's like a sense of, oh, I'm old, yeah, but you know what? These kids are going to be at the age to do it before the parents are feeble. You know, I know what you yeah. mean like your parents are 85 and then you deal with something, but these parents are going to be. There's no upside. What's the best case scenario for these kids? Sarah Palin. That's probably <laughs> the ceiling <laughs> of your accomplishment. But anyway, that that we we got off. <laughs> we digressed, uh, but that's okay. Uh, so anything else from uh, so uh, from Anderson Cooper? Uh, I have a couple. I think a lot of people have heard him talking about uh, the, talking to the supporter of that uh, anti-gay uh, preacher from North Carolina. Do you remember that? That happened a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, and his supporter <laughs> went uh, went on the show and she tried to defend him. You know what I like about this? I, I tried to defend people that have that. Okay, this, this is this is. This is my way of making this interesting, at least for me, because I've heard it. But I never thought about it from this angle. Okay, so we're going to play. There was a preacher, and he said some hateful things. We have that. I know. But what are you going to play, the preacher or the woman that he's interviewing about the have preacher? Have you heard the preacher? I haven't. Well, let's play we, a little bit of the preacher. We've played it so much on the show. Is that just okay? Just a little bit. Just a little okay, bit. Okay, that's okay. Just for me. Okay, go ahead. The preacher. This is him. And oh, Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Hold on. Pause it. Pause it. So what I think is interesting about this is the other day, I do try to look at it from both sides. And for what it's worth... This is the fact that I'm defending the other side. I think is more of an insult to them. I said we have to understand that not all people that have the views of that homosexuality is bad agree with that. 
you know, agree with that. But still, what, what they you? do agree with is pretty fucking stupid, too. So why it's not like, why, why not go all the way in? Yeah, like, they're going, no, I don't agree we should put them in a fence. Oh, my God. That, that, <laughs> so don't please don't include me with that. Well, what do you do agree? Well, we should... You know, convince them that it's wrong, or, or try to get fix them help them through through, yeah, through therapy. Yes. Get them help, but my God, or put I would, them on top of a right. fence. So, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, did we talk about this? Did we talk about this on? <laughs> 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 did we talk about this about there? In, again, I think that is. A, I want to go very slow with what I just said for myself too to get clarity for it. So, if you're saying. No, no, they're, they're, you know, like, let's say we didn't preface it, and someone went, you know, they play that clip, like, everybody that thinks gay marriage isn't right is like that. No, they're not. We get it. But even when you say it, what they are, it just sounds just as bad. Like, right. you know, again, like, no, 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 not, not in a gate, not, you know, uh, fence them all in together, but just, you know, just tell them to go get therapy when it is literally impossible to therapize it out of them. That's a different type of torture. Than or or the, change them with chemical intervention. Yeah. And by the way, it's funny that they say put gay people, which, by the way, is obviously the whole humor in this, that they say put the uh, gay people in a fence. Um, like they, this, guy, this guy doesn't realize that uh, gay people don't have gay people. Well, that's, that's <laughs> Anyway, so thing. go ahead. I think that's so funny. That's the preacher. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I got ahead of it. Go ahead. Play the preacher. Of our president getting up and saying that it was all right for two women to marry or two men to marry. I tell you right now, I was disappointed bad. Uh, but I tell you right there, as sorry as you can get, the Bible's again it. God's again it. I'm again it. And if you've got any sense, you're again it. I'm bisexual. Sir, what up? Yeah, I'm bisexual. Every fucking week I had I a come way. Here. I figured a way out, a way to get rid of what about, all the lesbians and queers. What about if you're bisexual? But I couldn't get it past the Congress. What? Build a great, big, large fence, hundred fifty or a hundred mile long. Yeah, 100 miles. Put all the lesbians in there. What about bisexual? Fly over and drop some food. Hello. Do the same thing with the queers and the homosexuals. What about bisexual? <laughs> Hello? And have that fence electrified till they can't get out. What? Feed them. And what about bisexuals? <laughs> and you know what? In oh a few God, years, Hello? they'll die. Hello? Out. Do, what about... Do you know why they can't reproduce? What about bisexuals? You know what I love is that when he says that, they can't reproduce, there is this, there's this beat in the audience as if he just enlightened them. Like, like if you back it up, like there's this thing of like of them go, oh yeah, what a great point! Like, 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 can you can you hear it? Yeah. And by the way, uh, it's it is fun. It is great that this is well, we talked about this. Were these we, I'm because we never talked about it with Kulop, but we all thought it was funny the last time we played this. This is where these people go to get enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's fucking great. To get damn. Okay, up. so 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 that's the guy, and then one of his supporters went on. You know, hey, by the way, Silver Fox Hour. Hold on, remember? <laughs> br- br- <laughs> That's good. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, this this does back end into. Let me use, uh, the, <laughs> just just not good. Um, just, uh, you know how much of that shit I can't say anymore. Um, <laughs> so I, get, I get it. Um. So uh, this does this does lead me to uh, that this is to me these are the people that if uh, by the way I'm speaking of my book don't get me started 
But this is what I'm Todd trying. Todd Glass is an author. Caller, go ahead. You write books. Um, <laughs> um, that these people are not the people that cause the problem, and I think that's what. No, that these people, yeah, they're, they're bad, but it's the somewhat sane people, like that we talk about the ninety percenters. To me, that have to be more of a face of evil than these people here, because I think people love to look at these people like, oh, they're the problem. They're they're some of the problem, but are people that are amongst us. If you're not 100% open-minded, just like a fucking solid rock of open-mindedness, anything short of that, it's not fucking right. You know, right. These people are the, extremists is what you're saying. These people are extremists. But to me, the people that are a real problem are the people we should be able to rattle. Yeah. And, and I don't think they see it that way. And, and if I'm right, I say this again. If I'm right, in time, we, I think we have realized that if you're not 100 it's just, you know, look. If you take any other issue and you're a 90%er on it, you sound – issues we've sent – not – gotten all the way there with but issues we've gotten further with and you're a 90 percenter you sound like a fucking idiot so just to me it's funny to play these clips but it still doesn't represent the real harm out there um go ahead play play it <laughs> i love this woman though she can't Pastor really obviously has a uh, strong support within the community there's some 1200 seats in his church gary said there's a service going on right now uh, stacy pritchard is one of the church members she joins us tonight they paper that room a lot though i heard <laughs> it's a bringer. One time I was. <laughs> oh, no, I shouldn't tell jokes that only comedians could laugh at. Oh, why not? Well, we both just did. <laughs> One time, Mark. Uh, well, a lot of the audience knows what bringers are, but it's for when. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna. But um, one time I was at a party with Mark Cohen, and I go, "God, there's a lot of people here." He goes, "There's a lot of birthdays." Coco. <laughs> ah, All right, play this woman who she she goes to the church. By the way, of this guy, this pastor, she goes to his church, and she, in all fairness, articulately defends. By the way, uh, yeah, that's right. I got more to set up. I'm. I got more to talk about. I'm not apologizing. To me, what this says is when someone's given the opportunity to talk and they really can't defend themselves, sometimes I disagree with people, but they're given the chance to defend themselves. And even though I disagree, they do a decent job of trying to say their point articulately. This woman here, she's given the whole platform, but she keeps acting like because she feels herself not being able to answer. It's like it's like a friend of ours said, you, you know, she didn't reason into these opinions. So when she's given the opportunity to explain it, she can't. And she, she doesn't reason know, out of them. she can't reason out of them. And she doesn't know how to say well, I'm given the opportunity here to explain myself, and I, I just can't. Because that would mean maybe when you're given it, you really don't. You were handed down some hate, and you never thought about it. So what they have to do, because they're not completely stupid, is act like they're being railroaded. Mm-hmm. And she's never been railroaded, but she's trying every technique. Because inwardly, she goes, God, when I'm asked to defend myself, I just... I can't because well, like, you, you can't she, defend yourself. As she if, feels persecuted. She feels tricked. Like, she as, feels, if, as uh, if like this this liberal you know media yeah. is, is trying to mind fuck yeah. her. Gotcha. It's yeah. like sometimes when I've heard the Kardashians say no one understands them. Whoa. Does anybody do the joke if only you had a vehicle where you could go on and talk all the time <laughs> and, and people could figure you out? If you only had more of an opportunity to get in front of the American public and they could fairly yeah. judge you. If you only had more than 500 vehicles. Yeah. What? To... Yeah, what? Ooh, if only I had the opportunity. If I could get an, my own podcast. That's right. Does it, someone has to do that. I think you have. No, you're really knocking out of the park with you're, fresh premises. Yeah, tonight. you're damn right. That's what I fucking do. 
Okay, play this woman. I hope I'm right. I hope I didn't overset it up. I appreciate you, you coming on the program. Do you agree with his, his statements that he said on the pulpit that, that gays and lesbians should be put in under, behind electrified fences until they die out? Um, I believe that that was taken. I mean, yes, he said that. But, of course, he would never want that to be done. Um, of course, people are going to take it and make it their own way and make it into what they want to. But I agree with what the sermon was and what it was about. But you're saying it, it, he doesn't want it done, but he said he wanted it done uh, on the, he said it from the pulpit. I'm gay. How do you, why do you interpret okay, that that's not well, what then, he wants? I, let's see. Okay, let me, let me try to say it a different way. Maybe, um, maybe uh, that's what he felt like should be done. I mean, it can be said either way. Okay, well, just to make the short of it, yes, I agree with him. That's wrong. Then, um, you know, uh, they can't reproduce and eventually they would die. Uh, so you believe only that gay people are only born of other gay people? You're saying I'm they can't sorry, what? you're saying they can't reproduce, <laughs> so therefore they would all die off. Uh, but that, aren't, aren't gay people man born? Man Pause it. Gay, gay oh, thank you. Put, no, put a bullet in my head, but I'm going to say it every way and sideways. What I mean is the average person that wouldn't believe in any of this, but just, you know, has a gay kid, maybe they made move out of the house. They look at this and they go, oh, that's a really hard, dumb person. But you go, no, 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 no. Who do you think you're fooling? You think because you have better grammar than this person and you can be more well-spoken than this person. But at the end of the day, with all your great grammar and how good you look and how nice your teeth are, if you're still spewing out any amount of hate, you're as gross as this person. So the only person that gets to listen to this woman and hear how vile she is is someone that's 100% open-minded. Because the 90 percenters, that's what I've nicknamed them. You're as gross as this. Of course you don't want to believe you are. But unless you are as open-minded as a motherfucking rock, just a rock of open-mindedness, then, then you're, you're as gross as this person. And I, and I know there's a lot of people that probably listen to this and go, oh God, she gives us a bad name. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Wouldn't you imagine if you were anti some gay rights, you hear this, you go, God, they give us a bad name. No, you give yourself a bad name. And that's when I thought, who do you fucking think you're fooling? Like, oh, she gives us a bad name. No, any intelligent always... person knows that you give yourself. I get it. You, you have better grammar than her. You have better grammar than her. You can explain your hatred more clearly. If only somebody would listen to you. She's giving our cause a bad name. If people would listen to me, I could explain to them intelligently how I agree with her. <laughs> Let, let's judge each other's teams not by the best players, but by the worst players. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's so. on the bench? Yeah. <laughs> Let it finish. I felt good. I'm glad I said that. <laughs> People get born to if straight man, parents all the time, no? No, that's not what I meant. If man and man were in the same fence and women were in the same fence, they can't reproduce together. That's what I mean. Yes, they can. Right, but that wouldn't eliminate all gay people. There would be more gay people born outside the fence to straight people, wouldn't there? Exactly, but we were meaning the ones in there. See, it's always taken out of context and twisted. The main point is twisted. always the same. So what is it about gay people that are, are worse than adulterers, who, who Leviticus points out, um, and people who curse their mothers and fathers who should be put to death, 
and promiscuous girls who, who can be put to death in Deuteronomy. What, what makes gay people worse than those people? From the Bible, there is, there's no difference, but that is what he was talking about. So you believe people who, you believe adulterers should be put to death, because that's in the Bible? Like you said, like it was said, uh, you know, just not, not really would ever happen, but yeah, okay, I'm not going to, you know, uh, keep oh, answering man. the same question over and over again. Yes. She has put herself into a so fence. is it, does it, <laughs> she, <laughs> she has built that fence, she has walked into it that climbed fence, in there. she has locked that fence. Ay, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> well, I I love that that I feel like I had clarity with with that with with the uh, with that clip, you know, and people that think, you know, whatever. Um fun shit. <laughs> fun shit. Let's take a break. You know what? Hmm. Let's play hmm. Oh. How about number 12? Tom Wilson's song. She's got long blonde Right, we'll be right back. The pretty blue eyes, yeah, that's a fact. Her nose is just perfect and her smile just gleams. She looks like a model in a magazine. She got her itty bitty body in a teeny tiny skirt. You can see her belly button beneath her purple skimpy shirt. She's a California beauty who can stop the show. But there's one thing, fellas, that you got to know. She's my daughter. <laughs> She's my daughter. She's my daughter. I like that song. Does he have a daughter? Is of course he does. He says, I'll take that little surfer necklace where your mommy makes your bed and I'll punch you in your fucking head. He, I like he it. He doesn't say that. He says it in a roundabout way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's true. These kids, you know, when they're 16, they're all tough. But basically, at the end of the day, there's a place where their mommy makes their bed. <laughs> That's why it's funny to me. Am I wrong? No. What's the matter? You don't like Tom Wilson? I Say love it Tom on the... Wilson. Yeah, but I didn't like the look on your face. When I talk about Brian Regan and Tom Wilson, I want you delight on your faces. Every fucking one of you. Um, <laughs> I'm the type of guy. Um, start the clock. It's all right. We're all good. You should make, we should make Kulop sing. Welcome to my world, maybe. Sure, whatever you need. I'm here for you guys. It's such a good feeling, a very, very good, good feeling, feeling, a feeling you know that we... Cool up, can you sing? No. <laughs> listen, take it in, folks. My young listeners love this. Shh, listen. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. Take it in. Listen to just Chris. Everybody at home, get into the zone. The auto zone. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was that much of a sellout? Like, I really... That's how you dropped your... Listen, this says it all. This is my grandmother, I swear to God. She used to sing this to me when we were little. Listen, swear to God. Your body's fancy and so is mine. Boys are boys from the beginning. Your grandmother would sing? Yes, listen. You grew up to be a bigger boy and then a man. It's my grandmother. Fancy. It's my sister. Girls are girls right from the start. 
When you're born a girl, baby, you grow up to be a bigger If I had to see this show, I would choke myself to death, but here I like it. <laughs> Listen, this is a Mr. Rogers cover? Yes. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy and so is mine. Is it? No. I thought it was. I like to be told. I never heard it this far, I swear to God. This is a Jerry Sandusky cover. First of all, I swear to God, I didn't hear this This song. I thought I heard the first part. I thought it was a Mr. Rogers cover. It's like one of those Broadway shows. Oh, it is? If it's going to oh, I think it's I one of the Jonas out. Brothers. If it's going to uh, be hard. Do you like this? Fade it out. Do you like this, Wait, Daniel? This is some... Do have, were you listening just now? Right, um, listen. So, yes, I liked it. Okay, listen. No, no reason. No. Do you like to sing along? Play number six. I think this is a song everybody could sing. When you sing, don't sing directly in your mic. But I found a song that I found. A, <laughs> no, what I mean is because it's loud. It's too loud okay, sometimes. Ahead. Not not you. You've actually when you sang along, we thought you had a. Me and Daniel looked at each other like you sounded good. Hold on. Put a little reverb in Kulop's mic. Reverb. Reverb. I'll say reverb. it's such a good. Feeling. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. It's such a happy feeling to be on the Todd Glass show. To be on the Todd Glass show. Oh, are you fucking kidding me, Kulop? You're get you're singing. You're good. I mean, you could sing. You hold the note. As soon as we do this, then we're gonna um. We're going to get the Welcome to My World ready. Oh, boy. What, what did I ask you to just get ready? <laughs> Everyone can sing this. Listen. Now it starts all over. Listen. By the way, fade that out. I called. I called Lynn two days ago. I called you. You didn't know what it was. What's, what do you need? Were there actual words that? That's we... part of a real song. It's uh -huh. called. Uh, hold on. Where are my notes here? It's called "Good Morning Starshine." Yeah. That's just lazy writing, right? <laughs> well, they said there was all gems back in the days. Come on, that sounds like two guys that didn't have anything to say. Uh -huh. If I came hey, to you right now, I got hey, an Jerry, idea. Jerry, this song is three minutes short. Uh, oh, here, I got an idea. You ready? Put some reverb in my mic. What do you think, Jerry? I love it. Start it over. I think I can make it better. 
Just you. Ready? Start it over. I just want Kulop. A lot of reverb. Start it over. She wasn't ready. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Sorry. I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> no, that was me. That was me singing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the funniest thing. <laughs> Todd, I thought you were having a, a stroke. No, I was singing and having a blast. <laughs> I thought you were having a stroke. I never saw anybody sing like that. You better be ready. It's a great song. All right, enough with that. All right, fade it out. Um, we're doing good, Daniel. You have any questions for me? Yeah, I actually do. You swear to God? Yeah. To George Carlin. To George Carlin. I have a oh, you want to know you. about my book? No, I want to know how you Todd and Kulab Todd Glass met. is an author. Maybe when I talk from now on, there should be a little reverb in my voice. Like an author at a podium. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, this, this is going to be exciting for you because inevitably, after you write the book, you're going to have to read it. And no, that's not, I just talked about... Hey, hey Todd, if you do an audio book, you should do the whole thing with reverb. <laughs> 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 it's just, that's so funny. My my book. Oh, let's see. Put some reverb in my voice. It was 1968. I had been born that year out of a small town out of Philadelphia. Even then, I, <laughs> <laughs> I used all my bar mitzvah money to landscape our yard because I wanted it to be as nice as the Nalabotskis. That's a true story. When I was 12, I started doing stand-up comedy. I have to fix the age, so I lower the age I started stand-up comedy. <laughs> when I dream... Go ahead, let me hear you say something. Just reverb. He's a man now. My bar mitzvah, my Chinese mother. Listening to the Todd Glass Show. Shanghai. <laughs> it up. I like it. I Great like it. Wall. Okay. You, you, um, what's on? Uh, I think somebody's on the phone. Yeah. No wait. Hello. Hello. Wait. Someone's calling us. Are you calling? No, you're calling them. Uh, hello. Is Tom Wilson there? When I'm flying in a plane or I'm on the street Why did he pick up the phone? He wants to like Hello, Tom? Like he's on stage Tom, hang up again, hang up on him hey. Call him again He well, doesn't know we already played He doesn't know, no, he's not on stage, Just he's at his house Oh I told him I was going to call him tonight, he keeps singing this song Tom it's, He probably didn't know that we played this song when Hello, I'm Tom in a plane or I'm on the street. There's a well, Why is he doing that? I'm not even asking him the questions they shake my hand and never ask my name. And they Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Call him back. 
This is ridiculous. I want to have a serious talk with him. He's, he, I, I mean, he's disrespecting me. I'm not even asking him the questions. I get it for the people. Believe me, on the road, he gets asked those questions a lot. But seriously, I'm not. When I'm flying in a plane Tom? or home the street, there's a lot of things, people that I like to meet. Tom. They shake my hand and never ask my name. And they start asking questions that are always the same. Hey, what's Michael J. Fox like? He's nice. What's Michael J. Fox like? Nice guy. Tom? What's Michael J. Fox like? Tom. He's Tom. an alien. Stop asking me the He's question. Hello? Hello, Sandra Bangarden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang up. I got nothing else to talk about. Hang up. Okay. Uh, hi, Kulab. Hi, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> How are you? You know, at my, at my gym, they let a woman attend it into the locker room because they say they're trying to uh, keep it to the optimal cleanliness. <laughs> what? They have a woman in the, man, in the men's locker room. Now, I don't get dressed at the gym. Like, I, you know, I go in, I'll bring a clean T-shirt, so I'll use the dry sauna, but I, don't, I go home and shower. I don't shower at the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but if you're I not, did... You're not a regular person. Well, to be honest with, with you... With a job. Hold on. An wait, 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 wait. Uh, I, I I see those people. I'm not you know I'm not trying to be. But there's a lot of people with regular jobs. Just I I'm the voice of the common man. There's uh, a lot of people. With, I'm not having a go at it a, as they say. There's but. a lot of people with regular jobs that go same thing. They go I can't get I can't do it. I can't get dressed at the gym. I, I know I know. But you ever see those people that don't? Do I know. That? Like they have a they have a bag and it's like early and and they have a pla- another plastic like a Ralph's bag that they put the dirty socks in <laughs> and then they crumple it up, stick it in there. Well, and then the thing is, though, <laughs> how do you? Get, I don't what know how the you. Fuck? I don't I don't know how you get dressed at the gym. If I'm working out and I take a shower, I'm still sweating after at home. I get home, it's 25 minutes later. I shower, I go, I can't shower as soon as I get home from the gym because I'm still sweating. I have to yeah. wait, I have to get home, wait 20 minutes, then shower. Because there's nothing like getting out of a shower, drying yourself off, and you can you you can't you keep dripping sweat. So how do they do it at the gym where they're in the locker room? Put, after they yeah. just got out of the shower, putting on a shirt and a tie. Ugh. Oh, how about those guys? They'll stand there naked shaving. Right, we've talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd it's likes a great it. acclaim, I guess. <laughs> no, it is. I, I don't, it's, it's always endless. It's, to me, it's endlessly disgusting. How, uh, not disgusting isn't the word, but like somebody, I saw someone at my gym today. I'm not kidding you. Like, hey, either I have something to learn from them. <laughs> or, oh, seriously, maybe they just have no body yeah, images, yeah. and I'm the fucked up one with body images, and, and I'm projecting it on a guy who doesn't have them. I, I swear to George Carr, and I'm being honest, but there was a guy with so much body hair, back hair, side hair, mm-hmm. all over his back, all over his shoulders, gray, and he was fat, and he, and he was just walking around. In, I go, God bless him if he's that comfortable with his body. Or is he just unaware what he looks like? Maybe he thinks <laughs> I'm a Tom Selleck type. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when people go, Des- describe your body type. You know? yeah. I'm Tom Selleck if he worked uh, out more. Yeah, you're, <laughs> Tom Snyder if he worked out less. <laughs> and after he died. Um, <laughs> that makes no sense. Jeannie Mose. We're going to go to a story with Jeannie Mose. Gina, uh, Jeannie, excuse me. Jeannie Mose is a new added added onto the Nerdist Network, and she's going to be doing some stories for the Nerdist Network. We're going to throw to her, and uh, she's always has some offbeat stories, and uh, we always enjoy them. Jeannie, uh, what do you got for us? When somebody puts a Hitler mustache on President Obama or President Bush, it's downright disturbing. But when the mustache is natural growth on a cat, then what you have is cats that look like Hitler.com. And every time someone like Stephen Colbert mentions it on TV, 
A four-year-old website, Spikes. Cats that look like Hitler are referred to as Kittlers. The latest Kittlers. The bestest Kittlers. With names like Adolf. Have you ever seen cats that look like Hitler? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's cool, though. How dare you ask me that? Yeah, well, some gave it the cold shoulder. No, 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 no. How dare you ask me that? I'm walking down the street, minding my own business, with background New York chit-chat in the background. I said background, you dumb fucks. I didn't say own the scene. I stay in character. I stay in character to give my direction. Background New York chit-chat. And you come up to me, and you ask me if I've seen a... Uh, a cat with a hill of mustache? No, no, no. We're, we're leaving. Okay. The website was created by a Dutchman and is now run by an Englishman. It even includes a section called... How is that important information? <laughs> Don't interrupt And a Chinaman does a lot of their programming. <laughs> I myself think that is only to me. Hitler I get killed it. every I get living it. thing there was, and he would kill these cute cats if he was still here. Ooh. Tasteless, is what I would say. But when the website's operator poses the frequently asked question, aren't you glorifying Hitler? He responds, Hitler was a disgusting, pus-ridden lump of excrement. I think it's entirely appropriate to reduce him to an object of ridicule. Do you see the resemblance? Except for the mustache? No. Hitler <laughs> <laughs> Yes, lady. Uh, <laughs> you mean other than the mustache, the cat doesn't remind you of Hitler in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> not as I remember. All right. Well, let's not. Uh, I don't want Chris Hardwick breathing down my neck. Thank you, Jeannie Mose. Always interesting stories, and we love to hear from her. We have one more story from Jeannie Mose coming up later in the hour 20 mark. You're listening to The Todd Glass Show here on the Nerdist Network. Remember, Chris Hardwick has his own podcast, uh, which you can always listen to. And there's the – I have a list Keep of going. things. Um, so anyway, there's that. Um, play number six. I'm having fun. Oh, you know what? Uh, Blake, give me a second here with Blake. He did something where I told him he could write on the David Letterman show, but he has to start submitting packets mm-hmm. to like the David Letterman show. Like I said, mm-hmm. just start writing top ten lists because eventually if Letterman is hiring new writers or maybe uh, you, you do it for like Stephen uh, – maybe uh, uh, Conan O'Brien is hiring writers. So you have to you have a packet ready. As, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know very much about this business. I'm, a, I'm more of a book guy. <laughs> Todd Glass is an author. I write books. I'm an author. And by the way, if I said that, I wouldn't be lying. So, you know. <laughs> That's right. Hey, someone's writing me a chunk of money. A chunk of They're change. writing you a chunk of money? That's right. That's how I want it. I get, they write my money in cash with chunks of money. I bought that bit from Brian Regan. <laughs> Brian Regan, Brian Regan. <laughs> Nothing brings me more joy when someone signs off their email. Brian Regan, Brian Regan. Because I know as they're writing it, they're taking their fist and they're going, Brian Regan, Brian Regan. <laughs> um, no, seriously, I shouldn't joke around Brian Regan. I guess we all heard what happened over the weekend. What happened? He's more of a draw now. <laughs> that doesn't even mean anything it's like no but what i mean is like he's already such a big yeah. uh, draw that now he became more of a draw i i that's in um pe- uh okay so what, what am i looking at you for blake's got something going on oh blake that? so you wrote a top 10 list for david letterman 
Well, I've been working on my writing packet. You know, to become a writer. Why do you always show. seem very aggressive? <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Ag- I'm not aggressive. You seem like you're on the defense already, and you didn't. And I, all I know is, I might be so happy to hear your work. Well, I'm just. I'm a little nervous because I, you know, I've been doing stand up, and I'm because your in- girlfriend's here. Stop! Seriously, it's a secret. It's a secret. My parents don't even know it. Please stop yelling that. I, her name is Geraldine. No one knows. Please stop. The, uh, I haven't even tweeted it out yet. Uh, All right, let's do. Uh, we didn't get a sound effect ready for this, so let's. Uh, we'll do it. No. All right, that's, <laughs> that was a good one. Oh my god, I, that wasn't my idea. Watch your back, see. Michael Winslow. <laughs> Todd, the tugboat glass has just pulled into port. <laughs> Watch your back. Hey, you want to hear this? Okay, go ahead. No, t- 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 these are the top ten. You know, at this point, Michael Winslow, it all sounds the same. He's just so old, and it's like, hey, there's a car. All you need is echo. Give me some echo. Watch. And then the door opened. And I opened it. Everything's. Oh, that's wow, good. Todd, that's amazing. You know how I do that? You have to take your lips, watch my lips, and okay. then see this pencil. Yeah. I don't use the pencil, but basically I take my tongue in my inner lip and then I move it up and down. Watch. Okay. I can barely see it. <laughs> do you think anybody ever goes to like Michael Winslow, like, hey, like you have these very well described stories? Does anything funny ever happen to him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you make fun of Michael Winslow, you still make him more than both of us. My, I don't I think know. that's true. <laughs> wow, you got it. <laughs> you know what? We can all laugh. You know what happens when you laugh? What? You end up where you're laughing at. Huh? My, my first road date ever was with Michael Winslow. <laughs> oh, it was? Hold on. <laughs> I like that sound effect that you just did. <laughs> Where's my reverb? Do uh, you, you want to tell us about that, Blake? Oh, yes. You did a, where'd you, what club were you? You can bring the reverb out of my voice. It was the Hartford Funny Bone in Hartford, Connecticut. Here's and a- was he nice to you at least? He he was the nicest guy in the world. I'm like, oh, so like, what's uh, Michael Winslow like? You know, does he prefer anything for the host to do? And they're like, nicest guy in the world. Just don't step on his sound pedals. Whatever you do, don't step on his sound pedals. Well, he's the nicest guy. Can I tell you, from a guy that's had a sound pedal on the stage? <laughs> to, jo- to George Carlin. Sweet Caroline. No, not for that. But I used to have a reverb box I would travel with. I had a reverb thing and I had a pedal. And every time I pressed the pedal, the reverb would come on. So like if someone heckled me, I could... You know, just out of nowhere, press the pedal and go, Oh, my God. How do I tell this fucking idiot I wish he'd shut the fuck up <laughs> but not lose the whole audience? It's like there's a throff inside of me, but I get it. If I get too angry, I lose the audience. But if there's a way, without losing the crowd, or without even losing the guy that's yelling, I would do it. I guess I'll just plow through the rest of my set. So anyway, I'm from Philadelphia, and that's I had a... And I heard a, a reverb pedal, and I used to bring it with me. But then somebody, after one show, this tech, tech person, today they'd call him a tech geek, I called him a nice gentleman with abilities, mm-hmm. um, made me a microphone with a button that I could press. And then the reverb came on and off. I didn't have to hit the foot pedal, a microphone. I would just press a button. He made me a special mic. And uh, I guess I said it in many ways as I could say. <laughs> Waiting for, waiting for you guys An to amplification be device okay so um where is that mic oh now? so blake <laughs> todd do you still have it i threw where it I is got, that mic? it's at my house 
I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you a, were angry about I'm it. I'm about ready to bring back that bit. Oh. Don't fucking push me. Ooh. What bit? The reverb guy. Oh, it's a good bit. You know, of course I wonder if Daniel listens to the show sometimes. But I just went off a half an hour about my reverb button. And then he's... Oh, forget it. Okay, so Daniel, you're... You know what I'm wondering is if Todd at all appreciates my input for the show. I mean, he says he Yeah, I appreciate it. Hello. (laughs) I hear you, you idiot. Your voice, I can hear. Oh, my God. I wonder if Todd can hear me right now. I hear you. Oh, my God. Daniel doesn't hear me. No, I can hear you. Oh, my God. Are we meeting? Yes, we're meeting. Up in the subconscious? Yes. Well, Todd and I met. Oh, my God. Cool. What? What are you doing here? I... Well, I met Todd uh, that one time. Oh, well, we, we met yes. at, rent, at the, the <laughs> arcade. Right, right. And we played that then game. The thing in the mall when, when I, I saw, saw you shopping. shopping. Uh, right. Hold on. So, so you, let's get through this quick here. Well, not that quick. You do it as, don't, don't get through it quick. Why do I rush for poor Blake Wexler? All he does is give and give to this show. Um, so you wrote a top ten list. Right. Well, the hardest thing was to try to find the voice of the late night host. So I wrote, you know, the famous top ten segment. that. Now, Jay do you Le- swear to God you really tried to get into the mind of David Letterman? Oh, no, of Jay Leno for the top ten segment for the well, Tonight Show. No, it's for David Letterman. No, no, no. D- Todd, have you ever written for a late night show? Okay, go ahead. I'm going to let you slide on this. Put- <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, do you do you swear Blake. to God, Blake? Yes. Okay, don't correct me on the, on your name. You're right, I'm, I'm still s- the host of the show and the headliner. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a feature at best. No, you're you're good. You're no, you yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Well, what I meant is I'd be lying if I... You're, no, no. Well, wait, you're not a feature at best. You're a great feature. Thank you. Don't fuck with my words. I'm not. But I'm trying to become... Stand up. I'm trying to become a writer. Hold on one second. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Let me do, who huh. is... Oh. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Go ahead. So top 10. Number 10. Okay. Uh, oh, so this is the for the Jay Leno uh, Tonight Show uh, top ten, his famous segment, and it's a uh, top ten rejected Summer Olympics events. Yeah, it is David Letterman, by the way. Excuse me. Never mind. Uh, it's okay. Just it go is okay. Go. Top go. ten for, yeah. for Jay. I mean, you need to picture it in his voice because I'm not. Yes. It's, it's not something that I would say. It's for Jay Leno. Okay. Uh, top uh, number ten, bestiality race. Number nine, the Leper Con Marathon. You know, I know you're not supposed to stop a top ten list. What do you mean? But what is that even? The Leprechaun Marathon? Yeah. It's when you line up a bunch of Irish people with leprosy and you throw gold coins at them until they break apart. <laughs> that just seems... All right. Well, at least well no, no, no. Out. I mean, it sounds weird coming from me, but picture Jay Leno saying it. And it'll, make, it'll be funny. <laughs> I would never say this, but you have to write well, for the host. Why don't you read them like Jay Leno? Okay. <laughs> Number eight. Jim's nasty. Right, wait, Blake, 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 Blake. Have you ever seen the Tonight Show? <laughs> Excuse me. Have you ever watched the Tonight Show? Yes. With Jay Leno. It's on tonight. Yes, it's on every night. Yeah. Right. Oh, with, during the week with Jay Leno. Yeah. Yes. And, and not the voice of Iago. Huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> that sounded like uh, you were doing. Uh, um, who's the guy who got fired? Jay Leno. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Conan Godfrey. O'Brien. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, no, read the rest. Go ahead. Okay, number okay. nine. Uh, that was okay. We already did number uh, number eight. Jim's nasty dicks. 
Okay, I'm just going to let that. I'm not even going to ask what that is. Like walking on a, like a uh, balance beam. That's a penis. Right, go ahead. The next one. Okay. By the way, when they do the show, they don't give an explanation. The, the joke has to be within the name of t- the t- event. T- Todd, honestly, it's it's a writer thing. You're more of a talent performer. Uh, you mean a bo- an author? An author. Yeah, but it's di- it's different. So. And a stand-up comedian headlining. Yes. You know, your headline is just different skill set. All right, go ahead. Okay. Number six. <laughs> number six. Okay, number six, uh, the cunt punt. Right, that sounds... I'm not even playing the guy who hosts the show that's trying to... What do you mean? I don't even. I, I part of me wants to. This is the first of all. It's, it's David Letterman. And why, why would that be a summer Olympic, not a winter Olympic? Uh, yeah. Because it's hot out, so you want to kick a girl in the pussy. <laughs> oh, I get that. By the okay, way, speaking of kicking the girls sense. in the pussy, no, honestly, it's for CB. It's for NBC. So you have to picture why I'm writing these things. Because <laughs> I wouldn't do it on a podcast. These aren't things that I would do on a podcast. It's a thing that a host would do on network television. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, number five. Okay, God bless you. Five in general. Um, <laughs> Is that Katie sneezing? Uh, num- five. Number four, uh, the 40-meter poison that white whore because she's Catholic, Dash. All right, go ahead. Uh, this okay. is just a bit of a non sequitur. Number uh, three. Ahead. No, it's a go, go. late night, Daniel. Okay, sorry. Uh, just kidding, Sprint. What huh. is that? It's when you convince a bunch of orphan kids that you'll adopt them and then yell, just kidding, and then uh, whoever's uh, orphan cries is, the most tears wins. Go to the next one. Okay. Uh, rent race. Oh, I like it. You know what it is? Sure. Okay. So you know it's. <laughs> so you know it. So you know it. So you know I. So you have wasted. Uh, you know I'm already trying to write a joke for it. So it's, it's a. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you did. Move on. <laughs> go, go. Did you just make a Michael Jackson noise? <laughs> so what's number? What's number one? Kiss. <laughs> Everyone do their favorite. We interrupt this bit that Blake Wexler is doing for everyone to go on the room. If we could get Echo and everybody's mic, it would really be good. And everyone does their best, Michael Jackson. We start with Kulop. Jump on. <laughs> That's Prince. <laughs> Prince. Mwah. Am I the only one doing this? Number one. Uh, it's that was number one. The Rent Race. Oh, that was? Yeah, and then uh, that's which country's competitors look most like a New York City landlord. <laughs> Blake, that's I actually gotta, a pretty good one. I got to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was actually a good joke. I got to be honest, Blake. We'll talk off the air, but you're not ready to submit packages. That was horrible. No, no but here's the thing, Todd. I, I feel like you, this is picture Jay Leonard. Well, don't, don't insult me. They, wait, wait, the went wait. Mavis. Mavis. Oh. Mavis. Which country's landlord look like the most New York City landlord? Jay, Jay Leonard Tweetbird. Yeah, it doesn't even sound like Jay Leno. It sounds like Tweety Bird. It sounds like Kindler after he's been to the dentist. <laughs> it sounds like who? Kindler. <laughs> We're talking about Andy Kindler, motherfuckers. I love him. Shh, shh. Don't talk into the mic. Um, I'm the worst host in the world. <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> Where should I talk? Cool, would, you, would you mind passing my packet to this guy? Yeah, well, we'll take the packet. Ladies and gentlemen, number one, go ahead. Thank you. Blake Wexler, everybody. We'll talk off the air. Okay, thank you. Can we take a quick break? I gotta use the. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I gotta talk. I don't think. I mean, you can turn the echo off. No, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Blake gets it, but we'll talk about. It. He went to the bathroom, so he's not here. But anyway, um, we will take a break, um, and uh, we're all good. We're we're going in for the close. What what's the time? We're at an hour and 35. Yeah, well, we're going to take it. We're going to wrap it up when we come back. It's just so much to do on a show like this. I mean, this isn't like other shows. I mean, it's a lot like our other shows. 
So rude. It's extremely similar to the shows we've done prior to this well, one. Well, it should be. It should. But it should be like our other shows. Um, cool Up and I went to a Springsteen concert. It was amazing. Well, that's right, you did. It was yeah. a great time. We we had we were in a limo. We were we were in a ridiculous limo that our uh, ostentatious friends got. Okay. Uh, no, we, everybody was kind Hold of on. okay with it, right? Yeah. Hold on, I know what we can do before we go. Well, and no, now. we'll do that last. Um, by the way, I heard an. Uh, I guess we'll take a break. Well, wait. I got to squeeze this in before the break. I heard an ad this weekend on the radio, and they tried to sell the whole ad as someone was leaving a message on someone's machine telling them about a product. So they would be like, boop, this is Lisa. I'm not home right now. I swear to God, this is true. I mean, I, I don't remember the exact ad, but it was like, boop, this is Lisa. First of all, who has an answering machine? Or it was someone checking their voice. It was on the radio. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I sort of, but I, to George Carlin, this is a real ad. I, I came in, I came in like 20 seconds into it, and I got the gist of the ad, and it was like, Ah, it's just a great weight loss program, and you know the best part about it. And then it goes on and on. I hear someone talking and talking. Obviously, it sounds like a spokesperson for the company. And then, so I come in midway through and I hear, So anyway, give me a call back. I just wanted you to know about it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. No one calls knowing that much about a product, you know? Oh. (laughs) We'll go to break on this. What, What did you want to say? Take a break. You have to pee? Mm-hmm. How bad do you have to pee? I got to pee, too. For, for 200 bucks right now, Daniel, no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Would you Ooh. pee in your pants? I mean, I know you're... Uh, by the way, don't I'm thinking the, about it. Don't, Hang on. <laughs> don't give the answer that you want everyone to think. Like, shit, people will think. You'll give me $200 cash. Todd, I'll throw in $10. You do the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the part that tips them over. Okay. Let me, it's let me 10 go. of my dollars, I need, Daniel. I need, I need 207 Let me go so again. This actually works out For $5,000, and I don't usually like... I used to love these questions. For $5,000, I, I already finish. started peeing. No, <laughs> I already started. I already started. Can I finish? Yes. Can I finish? Yes. For $5,000 right now. Yeah. And I don't usually like these games. I used to love them, and then uh, I just got tired of them. $5,000 right now. Shit and pee right in your pants right now. For $5,000, I would yeah. do it. You would? Oh, absolutely. Todd, are you being serious? Well, I don't have five thousand. I mean, I have it, but not liquid. <laughs> but, but not liquid. <laughs> Todd Glass is an author. Hey, as soon as I get some of that book money, ah, oh. that book money is good. It's like good pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that book you money. As soon really as they don't know what pussy's like. No. <laughs> exactly. No, because that's that's was my joke once uh, about the guy who didn't know. He goes, "Pussy's like if you took marshmallows, you put them on the ground, and then you cut hair over them." People are like, I don't think you've seen pussy. Right now. <laughs> um, this guy's definitely not seen pussy. <laughs> uh, that's no. all I can see. Okay, there's so many teeny little things right, I want to go to. News, Hold bad on. news. You owe me $5,000. 2500 or five? Oh, I hear that. That's your pee and your... Okay, so there's so much to get to because we're run, we're wrapping it up. This show's going to run a little over, Katie. It's going to have to, but we're going for we're going in for the descent. So that's a good thing. Well, not for 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 not our listeners. That's when they get petrified. I'm all they've got. I am the the the, 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 the uh, I don't think Katie understands the bond I have with my viewing audience. I mean, you know, we adore each other. <laughs> Can we take a break? Hold on. I would like singing into the break. Welcome to my world. Do you know the song? No, but I, I Welcome this. to my world. Won't you come on in? Really, with your best angel-like voice. Reverb. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Won't you come on in? Miracles, I guess. Miracles, I guess. 
still happen now and then. Happen now and then. <laughs> this is horrible. No, it's fine. Step into my heart. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. This is the fucking way you do it. You understand me? We'll take a break. We'll be right back with Kula from Who Charted. Suck on it, America. <laughs> That's the Winter Sounds, and uh, they're friends with Rory Scovel, and I went to go see them with him uh, like a few weeks ago. I like that song. Yeah, they're really good, and they're... um, Yeah, do me a favor. It's always me asking for help from my mom or me getting something. Rory told me about this band. To George Carlin, I love if we could send some some goodness their way. uh, Yeah, they're doing a a Kickstarter for their third album, and if you just go to uh, thewintersounds.com, You'll see a link for their Kickstarter. The What's Winter a Kickstarter? Sounds- it's, it's, you can it's- donate money to uh, help fund their project. Daniel, after he said donate money, he tuned out. <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking I should get a Kickstarter for my career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you can, uh, they're really good. You guys should check them out. TheWinterSounds.com slash Kickstarter. If you guys want to see a new 10 minutes, just kick in a little. <laughs> you know the song. Play the other song. Play the other song that they wrote. I like this one. By the way, there's so much to get to. Look, did you... We have some songs here, and I want to know... Oh, by the way, we never finished up talking about the women that are cleaning the locker room at my gym. So you know what I do? (laughs) I wait till they bend over, and I get a real stiff one, and I go right at them. (laughs) (laughs) Stiff what? Drink? Come on. Don't, you're like, the guy that doesn't get it. Like your back gets stiff? <laughs> no, I get up a stiff. You know, my, my, uh, you know what I mean. What no. You, make me you, need, a for? St- you need a stretch, Every, Todd. Everybody keep, ask, everybody keep asking me, but I don't want to say it. I'm a guy who's comfortable what saying it. What do you mean? Like, hold like, on. You're, you're, I'm a guy that's comfortable saying it in a vulgar way, but when okay. I have to break it down, I go, so you know what I do? I go over and I give her a real stiff one right in the fashtunta. What do you mean? You don't tip her or something? What do you mean? Uh, I give her a fashtunta right with my, you Wait, know, with the schmatza. What's a fashtunta? Come on, guys. Wait, are you shitting is she me? Jewish? My, the girl at my gym, when she bends over, since there's a girl's in the locker room, I get a little bit of CCs going down there, and I slip it right in a stavunta. Oh, you're tipping her because she's doing oh, such a on, good job. You, what? Never mind. C- never mind. CC? C- I don't understand. Like, what is that? What are, you, are, you, are you like a diabetic or something? When she bends over. Uh-huh. I take my matzah and I stick it right in a shkvalitsky. Oh, you're feeding her soup. Ah, fuck. Why do you have matzah with you when you um, go to the gym. When she bends over, I, stake, I take my schmeckle and I shove it in her cunt. He'll <laughs> <laughs> still hold on to schmeckle, though. Schmeckle? <laughs> he still holds on to yeah. schmeckle. But He's, he lets it go on cunt. Yeah, why couldn't he say dick and vagina? It's one level below it. <laughs> uh, 
Schmeckel. I am woo. <laughs> woo. How about that genie most, motherfuckers? This is who I am when I smoke. I'm letting. I, I'm pretty silly, but you know what? This is the real Todd. That's why I have to smoke all the time now. It's the only way I be myself. To get to your natural yeah. self. That's sure. right. There's a little truth to that. We, well, she's not on the line. She, we, we, have a, oh, we're up, we are up against a hard break. Okay, we're up against a hard break. You're listening to Todd Glass Show. Here's Ginny Mose. What happened to this baby squirrel may drive animal lovers nuts. No, it wasn't an oncoming car, but a backpedaling cop. Don't spray him! Don't spray him with your pepper spray, officer. Don't spray him! But spray him he did. The screaming girls attend Kimbrough Middle School in Mesquite, Texas. The kids and school officials differ on how the squirrel was Faded acting. Out. Faded out. Once you, once you get that much joy out of it, there's... there's, there's, there's Faded out. advancing toward the students. Faded out. The police department says the officer... Faded out. Faded out. It's so... Chris, you picked great three ones because I asked Chris, I just said, pick just three of the, he knew exactly what I meant. Like the, I didn't know how to explain it to him this afternoon, but I was like, you know, those stories a lot that, you know, I, I forgot her name, but you know, and then Eric uh, is the one that forwarded. Hey, Eric. Hey, by the way, how do you say it? Are you, we added an addition to the show for the summer? Well, Eric, uh, Eric goes to, what school do you go to? And and uh, he's gonna like LACC in the house. So basically, intern to me is like when someone doesn't deserve to say my assistant. You know when someone says my assistant, but they don't really have an assistant. All right, shut the fuck up and move back ten feet. You're fucking really annoying me with throwing around the word assistant. Are you paying her? Does she work for you seven days a week? Are you trying? Hey, different if you're trying to promote a business and then you have to say the word assistant. But amongst us individuals, is my assistant. All right, break it up. (laughs) Break it up. Break up what? Break up this bullshit party you're having for your assistant. This non-existent assistant. Yeah, I have an assistant, too. <laughs> so, anyway, so what was I saying? So he's an intern. Oh, so he's an intern. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unpaid assistant. <laughs> well, but that's, guess what I mean? I didn't want to throw around that word. So he called me and he said, you know, while I'm on break, I, could, I said, hey, I could always use help on the show. Chris, God knows, he won't stop complaining. He goes, Todd, I need, I need help. I can't carry this show. We're a flagship show. I mean, I got Chris Hardwick. You don't understand. Chris Hardwick, I get... He doesn't care that I say this. That's the only reason I'm saying it. I swear to God, I'm being honest. I get calls from Chris Hardwick at four in the morning. He goes, Todd, you're our flagship show. Yeah. Oh, wow. He goes, your numbers are great, but they could always be better. I mean... I say, what about... It gets weird. He goes, they're good. They're good. It's not our flagship show. Weird. <laughs> you didn't make... It gets what? It gets weird. That's all the same. I'm editing this out. This will never no, be no, heard. No, no don't do it. that. Come you, on. You, you made, you you made, made it, it weird. Yeah, okay, I was close. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I always. how about that I always include that in my fake bit of this being the Starship show? I always... Flagship? I, flagship. Starship. 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 flagship <laughs> of the Starship. The Cobra starship. starship. That's... Oh, good morning. Blake has got a girlfriend. La, 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 la. Blake has got a girlfriend. Faded out. Carolyn. So those genie most those genie most stories are just they're going to be coming to you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to interrupt them anymore. The first day was hard to hear. A squirrel, you wouldn't think it would come into your neighborhood. People on Seven Petrie Lane said this happens every Friday. 
I can't even eat outside. Those squirrels to my right here think they'll take a hell of barbecue sauce and put it on their own hot dog, and they'll make themselves a hamburger, those squirrels. I have seen a squirrel go in my house, open up my refrigerator, make itself a hamburger on my grill, and leave the grill on. <laughs> in case you ever find yourself under attack by a squirrel, remember the CDC says small mammals such as squirrels are almost never found to be infected with rabies. Nope. Well, the squirrels in the neighborhood, and I know because I've been bitten by many times, never had rabies. So, yeah, if you get bitten by, I got nothing. This bit's over. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm Bill Burr. Can we take a call from Bill Burr? Real quick, we're going to do a set. We're introducing a lot of new segments in Caleb. Uh, I mean, Caleb. Uh, Kulop. Kulop. Caleb. Listen, Kulop. Don't Wait, be- who's Caleb? Shh. I know a Caleb. Shh. Hold on, pause it. What are we doing right now? Calling Bill. <laughs> Who? We're calling Bill. We're calling Bill. Mo- we're calling Bill Burr. Our phone system is so fucked up. I make the I make our sound effects work. Our phone system here at Todd Glass Headquarters. Hi- it's okay. We're having a lot of problem with our phones, so it doesn't always make sense. If you're trying to follow a bit and you're going, wait a second, if that, why would that person call them? And then it doesn't have to make sense. I just like phone noises around my bits. <laughs> Funny? All right. Okay, go ahead. Bill, are you there? Hi, Bill. Good morning. Hi, What's Bill. What's going on? It's Bill Burr. Yeah, I'm hanging out with How my... How the hell are you? I'm doing good. Doing? Listen, Did it's good. have to... a good week? Yeah, well, we're just happy Mr. to have World you as a part... to you. He's not really a uh, listener. This is a big day for me, everybody. This well, good is to have my you on one hundredth day. Remember and when I said I was knocking off the booze because I was starting to have a big bloated face. Yeah, that's like, funny you meant this. Okay, gotta, so what I we gotta, you know got to get on the treadmill. I got to knock off He's not the listening. booze. Yeah, Bill. What and I was, I was wonder- trying to beat my previous record of going seventy-five days, and this time I said, "Fuck it, I'm going for an even hundred. And how did that go? And, because uh, <laughs> the goal has been achieved, chief, chief, chief. <laughs> well, it's good to have. We have Bill um, Burr. I'm psyched. I did it, and uh, tonight I'm going to the Bruins yeah, Bill, you- LA Kings game. Hello, Stable Fenna. Bill, are you listening? The most unfriendly fan fucking place you'll ever go to. Bill. By the way, how long has Jack Nicholson been going bald for? It's just fucking unbelievable how long it took for that guy to go bald. Bill, that's he funny. He lost one hair a day since 1972. <laughs> I got to listen to this. It was supposed to be a. It was supposed to be a bit, but I I think this would be a great segment on the show to play ten minutes of Bill Burr. Yeah. It takes our job. You easy. play other people's podcasts on your Why podcast. Why not? <laughs> Worlds colliding. Bands this going. week on the Todd Glass Show, who charted? <laughs> also, WTF. <laughs> That's right. But I go in between and I interrupt them, and then I I have the the podcast interruption show. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! There's, there's something there. Todd, there's something there. There is. There. You fucking tell anybody about this, and I'll and I'll slit all your throats. What if I get that angry? By the way, I swear to God, I'll but take everyone. Shut up. Kulab, I swear to God, I'll come over there. But Thumbs on your Adam's apple. Uh, uh, I see myself hitting your head aggressively into the chair. <laughs> but I it's love fun you. To, it's fun to make jokes. Um, About your real aggression towards oh, we me? We do have to wrap it up. Oh. Yeah, we're good. Golden Girls. I forget it. No, go to Golden Girls. <laughs> it's, I just said it's funny when it happens from out of nowhere. So let's go to something else. We got to go in for the clothes. It's fun. It's been fun. Bill Burr. Is Bill still there? Yeah. Go ahead. Certain people, it just takes for fucking ever. <laughs> unless they talking. seamlessly <laughs> went into a toupee. But he's bald now. <laughs> but, you know, being someone who's balding myself, you know, I pay attention to that type of shit. And I- 
Uh, Bill, do you have anything else on your mind? I, I pay attention to all these motherfuckers. I see the Hey, Bill, try not to curse. We're on the Christian the TV movie. here. Christian That's Radio. Up. Please don't go. curse. Look at that guy. Please don't curse. He went out, and he got himself sort of uh, scalped in a user-friendly right. way. That bit's <laughs> over. It's great about having that bit ability just to end bits. And then they reseated the front. <laughs> I ain't going out like that. That's right. My goal in life, I want to look like uh, Clint Howard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have you on the show, and we'll be talking to Bill. Ooh, it's not going to end good for me. Well, okay, we do uh, have yes, to wrap it up. Days. Okay, Katie has to get to the days. to the show at the movie theater. Uh, went a hundred days, and uh, hello, Bill. Yes, and I don't know. I'm afraid, folks. I swear to God, we are on the phone with Bill Burr. Okay, so this is you know I don't know. Hello, Bill. Can you hear me? I'm afraid to start drinking again. Well, you should because you don't act. I notice that I I just pick up. Where I left off. Like, I really so learned about addiction Bill. during these last hundred days. I All right, cut him off. realized how we'll much shit I was, uh, we'll you know. Cut him off. I don't need this shit. I don't need this bit. All right, well, everybody, it's well, been fun. I do have, we have one question. I wanted to talk to you about something. Oh, sure. Uh, anything. Any, anything else? Let's go around the room. I love well, to talk about myself. Well, I did, I did want to find out a little bit about their, about, you know, her home life. Well, and, I'll tell you. Oh, sure. I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah, we're going. They met at, at, at uh, the, the Mr. Mall Show Mall car that pizza. everyone no, knows. Right. For real, though, I do have. A, how long have you been married? Uh, we've been married for four years. And how, hold on, hold on. Before we ask these questions, because I want to know this too. But before we do, why don't we say goodbye? <laughs> and then we'll do it off the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know what, Daniel? I tell you, hurt people's feelings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? No one thinks I'm funny anymore. Hey, Todd, can I fuck you? You don't think I'm funny anymore. No, that's not true. Oh. I used to fake a heart attack and fall down on the floor. That's right. But even I don't think that's funny anymore. How about a little tambourine in the background? Give our listeners something worth listening to. We're all they've got. Chris, Chris's workload is really (laughs) piled up (laughs) since he joined the show. (laughs) Sometimes the picture... Fade it out. Fade it out. (laughs) Fade it out. Fade it out. Poor Chris. Poor Chris. If you see Chris over there, he's already got a hundred knobs in front of him. And then I throw this tambourine in front of him. And it looks like he's like... (laughs) (laughs) The one-man band over here. You just sit there and you do nothing while the clips are playing. Do something. Well, one time, uh, his friend Mikey, Mikey LaRue, he told me that Chris plays the drums. I go, you play the drums? He goes, uh, uh, uh. He didn't want to tell me. He goes, here we go. I'm Uh, like, play Havana Gila and play those motherfuckers. Play the drums. Um, All right. So anyway, there you go. You don't think I'm funny anymore. So give money to... Um, the Winter Sounds. The Winter Sounds. We're going in for the descent here. Give them to Winter Sounds. Help them out. I think it would be a cool thing if we yeah, throw... If, some... if everybody just donated like $1. Oh, All right. Then don't get carried it. away. My young listeners, that's a lot to them. I know over at the Nerdist, they, <laughs> they got the money to throw around. I got, you know, I got people camping out to see my shows. How about that? People in Bloomington camped out Saturday... Came to see the podcast Sunday. That's the fucking way you should do it. I agree. <laughs> I'm all very positive. About that. I'm very angry about my positivity. <laughs> um, cool. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Listen to Who Tried It on the Earwolf yes. Earwolf Network. It comes out every Wednesday. And then also our second show called Two Charted that comes out every Friday. Two? Two Charted. Oh, great. We're going to do three. What? 
Huh? That's right. We're doing well, three shows a week. We're going to do four. We do five shows a day. Oh, I'm not even that's joking. That's so funny. Uh, we started doing six just we're, now. I I'm just not even joking six. around. I swear to God, we do 10 shows a day. We're doing do live 24 hour feeds. I think you're joking we're, a little bit because now we're doing a dozen. We're do, you know what? We're doing a baker's dozen. No, did you hear me? Are you listening? <laughs> I, we do a live feed every day. My whole life is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. It's the first 24 hour podcast. Which, by the way, is he, he's not that far off. From, <laughs> he did pitch me an idea. And which, by the way, I don't want to throw you under the bus. I thought it was an interesting idea. To do a 24-hour podcast and see if like listeners would want to spend here's, here's my 24 idea. hours with you. A 24-hour podcast, literally, you sleep. But yeah. if in the middle of the night I would get up like I do to pee, I would come out to the mic and go, is anybody with me? And tweet, tweet at me. No, you so have, have to do, to do this, Todd. There'd be that someone be else that would be up. No, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's not like, oh, we stay up all night. No, we spend an honest 24 hours. Well, you have listeners in Australia. You have listeners all around the world. You're telling me. I get the letters. <laughs> the correspondence. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I'm Todd Glass. I'm Todd Glass, everybody. This is Blake, Todd do you Glass. have anything to plug? Blake Wexler on Twitter. <laughs> All right, that's not a real plug. Blake All right. Wexler on Twitter. Okay, don't be silly. I said at <laughs> Blake Wexler on the Twitter. All right. How did you and your girlfriend meet? On Twitter. How did you, no seriously? How did you two meet? Well, actually, we met on the thing with the. All right, I just wanted to see if you could do never, the bit. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to see if you could do the bit. Right, guys, seriously, we are going for the clothes. I'm not even joking around. This is not funny anymore. Seriously, this is out of control. Five people. All right, pull up your seats. I saw Billy Crystal. I, yeah. I love when people do this. This is not a knock on Billy Crystal, but Billy Crystal was on The Tonight Show. Or could have been left. We are going in for the clothes. Yes, and he told this story, but he told this story as if it happened to him. <laughs> as if Red Fox invited him to a show. Well, maybe that's where the story started. There might be truth to that. I never, I looked at it differently than you did, because if you're right, oh, that's sad. Oh, I don't know if it is. Oh, I think it might have really been how that story started. Maybe. Because if he that, made it himself, oh, wait, that's cheesy, like, isn't it? told the story of, like, that oh. happened when he went to see yeah, Red Fox. So you don't think that... So you think that he might have just taken a road joke? I think he might have taken a road story. Hi, everybody. I'm Todd Glass. You might be familiar with me from my podcast over the years. That's right. Well, now, how'd you like to have jackets, sweaters, and scarves with the Todd Glass logo all over it? That's right. Our first 40 callers that donate $1,000 or more get a scarf, a car cover, and a barbecue cover. That's right. The Todd Glass Show. How'd you like to wear Todd Glass jeans? I know I would. That's right. Todd Glass jeans. Thin cut and boot cut. They come in 75 colors. That's right. How'd you like to own a Todd Glass face mask? Hey, what do you wear when you go out to Halloween? This year you'll be Todd Glass. That's right. You'll get a dimmer switch for all your bulbs in your house and a candle. You too can be Todd Glass. That's right. Call now our 1-800 number. Opry's in her duty. I had to go right to there. I couldn't finish it. Cut it off. I'm not worthy. So thank you, everybody. We, we are going to end on a serious note. Oh, I hate good. to do this. Not a serious note, but I don't mind taking 10 seconds, 20, 30. What do you want to know? I'll tell you anything. It's such a good feeling, feeling to know you're alive. alive. It's such a happy, happy feeling. feeling. That's right, Mr. Rogers. How about my lung? My it's what? It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's All right, fade it out. Feeling. Oh, that he doesn't have to happy. sing it that girly. That's a great. What? You know, 
Well, I'm trying to defend the guy comes on singing like half a girl. <laughs> I feel like Jimmy Pardo right now. <laughs> I'm trying to defend the guy. This is the guy you thought was brilliant, but he ends up. I'm trying to defend the guy saying he's got something to say. You got to sing like a half a girl. Sing like a man. It's such a good feeling. <laughs> Who is this? I'm nothing. I'm, I'm a little bit out there. More out there than everyone here. Because if people, <laughs> you're more out there than you are. No, I'm more out there. I'm more out there than you guys are. Because you can tell when people are as high as you, then they're with you. You guys are staring at me like I'm a crazy monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let me ask you a question. How long? Actually, how long have you been dating Scott? Um, Scott and I've been together for 13 years. Hold on one second. Um, and uh, where did you guys uh, meet? Uh, we met at a Mr. Show taping. Uh, in 1998, July. Hmm. Yeah. You guys seem, whenever I meet you, whenever I've been hanging out with you guys, you always seem like, you know how you have your friends that date people, mm-hmm. but then you think, oh, they're just not right for each other. But I'm being totally genuine. Like, whenever I saw you with Scott, it was always like, they're meant, like, they have the good sense of humor. Like, there's your friend that goes out with a cool girl. Like, you're like, good, he's going out with a cool girl. She has uh, a thanks, good Todd. And let me, can I ask you something? Yeah. How, do you, um, you fuck that shit? Oh. I don't, I don't want to say Imagine what it was like here. Folks, fade it out. I think fade marriage it out. is serious. I think marriage is something. <laughs> <laughs> Were you doing that the, yeah, whole time? the whole time? Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. I, w- I would listen to that back now. <laughs> like, in, with the audience, I'd like to listen to it with them. I think it's, anyway. That was, oh, just to, you, were you able to talk that long? Mm-hmm. That was, I love it. <laughs> I had fun dancing around. I'd like to end on a note. I'd like to do a sing-along with our audience. Wait, hold on. I have, I have something to plug. Watch your mouth. Why? I can't. Uh, what do you have to plug? Stuff. Seriously, we are really running over. I'm going to uh, get in trouble. You don't, Chris Hardwick doesn't call you at 6 in the morning. God, it's Chris Hardwick. I always say, how do I know it's you? He goes, I was on single out, motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> go ahead. What do you want to plug? Well, I want to plug this the, the, this this weekend. I will be going. Uh, it's uh, a friend doing of mine's a book, You doing a book tour? A friend of mine's having a birthday party. Uh, <laughs> I will be funny at that party. <laughs> and then I'm going to a wedding. I'm probably going to kill at the wedding, too. So. <laughs> Wait, are you performing at the wedding? Mm-hmm. No, he's funny in the corner. No, I'll just be like talking to relatives. You know, I he do a lot funny. of that when I'm at weddings. Where yeah, are you yeah. from? You know, what Table do you do? 12. They, yeah. sh- they show up with the fake hazmat. Hazmat. Uh, hazmat. 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 Hey, hey, hey. Todd, you are All right, everybody. So here's time. what I'd like to say. I want to leave on this. People at home. Get ready, because we're going to ride you out of here in a sing-along. Katie, oh, did we talk about your show Thursday? No. Uh, Rory is going well, to do it. Well, he would have been, he did it yesterday. How did it go? It, he was <laughs> hilarious. It's, it's funny every time. He was, 
No, did really he, great. I, can I be honest? I heard he didn't do good. <laughs> I heard people. Here's what I heard. He well, probably we, listened. Look, so here's let's the thing. He did great. It, it was last night that Rory was on the show. That, it was last night that Rory did her show. Yeah. So you're on going Thursdays. So, on Thursdays. <laughs> Whenever I go over, you can plug <laughs> all that you want. But um, I think we should know that we should look at it from the other perspective. I heard he didn't do well. Okay. I heard that people, even people that go, I love Rory. They said what he did was wrong. Point so. counterpoint. Thank you. <laughs> so, thank but you, you were there though, so you you would know. I was there last night. It didn't go well. <laughs> but the food was great. Well. The food was great. Oh, the food's always great. That's Todd great. Glass is an author. <laughs> hey, I am an author. That's no joke anymore. So we, oh. we should get that isolated <laughs> and, and have it play all the time. I'm an author. Just think of it, me, little old Todd Glass. Well, let's write it first. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Oh, I get it. You two are fooling around behind Scott's back. I like like how Daniel said let's as if you two are going to be ready. Let me tell you something. No, we are. Oh, okay. I, I am. Yeah. When my book, when when uh, you know, when my book gets on the bestseller list, no one says that. Yeah, it's always a foreshadowing plays. One day my book's going to be a huge. No one says that. You know, no one says I'm going to move to Florida and be a big sensation. I, I'm talking about like the Jersey Boys, making fun of that. So anyway, <laughs> all right, play number uh, six, and let's let's have a sing along. This is something I found on the internet yesterday. It might be fun to do as we leave. Thank you, everybody. Hold on, I want to make sure I said thank you to everybody. That's good. Your folks, <laughs> my name's Todd Glass. I don't ask for that much, but I've had a tough year with my heart attack bringing my health down to a deplorable to get me while I'm absolutely fine but I totally people do know I had a heart attack so I can work it I've never been fully functioning since which lessens my ability to take road work my road work went up because people felt bad about me <laughs> you know what I mean Ma? I've been forced to ask this audience which I have never asked before in my life and I look at my comrades here today with amount of disgust for myself because you you don't know what it's like or maybe you do, and I'm sure if you do, you'd have empathy to have to ask for help. And I need it. If you could just send me in $1,000 each, I could really have a nice life. Now, I know you need it too, but if you just keep it, it's just going to be $1,000. If I get it from a shitload of you, I'll have a lot. But $1,000 to you, I mean, if you need it that bad, don't send it. Maybe you need it more than me. I work people's inner insecurities. Hey, he's right. I don't need it more than him. Maybe you need the $1,000. I didn't know. Maybe you haven't saved. I don't know. I mean, I'm talking about people over 50 right now. You do realize that, that they're listening. Oh, if you don't have $1,000. I would love to know if we have any (laughs) listeners over 50. I bet we do. Can you email us? Email us if you're over 50. Well, if they're over 50. And you can lie about your age. (laughs) Not on email. Come on. (laughs) You can lie about your age. If you're uncomfortable uncomfortable saying you're over 50, you can lie about your age. Just say we're 45, and I'll know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 45-year-olds. 45-year-olds, but we mean 50. 45 means over 50. (laughs) Fade that out. And then uh, number six. Good night, everybody. Nerdist.com